off the cuff world This is big business, not big business I'm in first class, I won't relieve stress I got pen girls, they won't give me test I like bum bum, I like big big chest This is big business, not big business I'm in first class, I won't relieve stress I got pen girls, they won't give me test I like bum bum, I like big big chest Master Boo, she ready for me Real slim, watch a fool like M and S She send it to me like O and X Come show me the rest Niggas playing the other side of the coke game Snowflake dust away where you're no saying Back in school you was a man and you were no name Straight Cali give me the light, hit the propane Broke a plane, Jane put my diamonds on rest Big daddy Kane, she want me in a lock nest She ain't ashamed, she know she give me top wet 30 G's in 30 minutes, that's a flex Ain't sweet but nigga honey I'm a mech Niggas get ducked down, my money in effect I got a truck now, V8 top spec I burn the dust now, she bugging in a text This is big business Yo, 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 yo. I was, I was wondering when he's gonna start. I was like, this guy's just enjoying his, his, his DJ responsibilities a bit too much. Oh man, well, you're not feeling the tunes. <laughs> no, I was feeling man's got his back fully turned to us in his own world and you're <laughs> fully enjoying that. You're acting like I don't do this every week. No, that's what I was waiting for. When, I, when, he, hit, when he hits up to the spin and he gets a musician, he's yeah, ready now. Yeah, man. Dr. Evil Swivelchair. <laughs> Get back to business. Yeah, no, we're back to pod, man. We're back, business. man. Yeah, that, that tune's banging though, still. Yeah, man, they got another one. Yeah, they can't go wrong in a minute, so. Got another one, still. No, they no. they complement each other, still. Like, they're, they're the duo for me at the minute. Yeah? Yeah, man. I'm trying to think who else was he? Yeah, no, it's them, still. Yeah. Cause we had a chat before about duos and who's. Oh, like DBE? Yeah. But do we look them look at them as a duo as much as like Young T and Bugsy? Because obviously, Young Ads holds it down a lot. Yeah, they've got about 18 projects. They're duo. Man, just rain all over your table in that. It's more because obviously, um, my man. Oh, young ads. L, you know, L, obviously, young ads holds it down a lot. Um, LB adds to it, but it's definitely young ads heavy. Yeah, man. Like he's, I guess he's the more creative one. He's the one that actually wants to do this. Yeah. So. So LB is just like the parsley, yeah. We didn't say all that. That's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you took it there, but you see when people off camera they can just get you in trouble now because they say what they want. But, but LB, he's like, he's cool, man. He's getting money regardless, so he's just like, he's the one, he's a, he was actually driving force behind him because he used to like come and pick my man up and drive and force him to go studio. So mm. oh, that's yeah, cool. That, he's the one. He's like um, young. That's why anytime people like obviously say, "Oh, my man should go solo." Mm. Young as a respond like, "No, nah, we're yeah. we're doing our thing because yeah. it's honourable." If it weren't for LB, mm. I wouldn't have. It's honourable. Like Certain this. man would just definitely jump ship. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love to hear that them type of stories, man. Yeah, yeah. It's true friendship right there, man. Yeah. So don't, get, don't get any funny ideas, Vance. <laughs> 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 don't, don't you dare. Never. Vance has got plans, bro. Nah, not even. <laughs> don't try and break up the thing, bro. Don't try and come in the Travis, yard Travis and trying do to break that. up a happy home That's in there. You know what I mean? Off the cuff. What are you saying? Solo project. <laughs> <laughs> Velvet Vans volume one. Velvet Vans. But I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> what you saying? You been you, you, you writing low key. Right. If 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 a company wants to invest in that, I'll do it. So we got to play up to the beef and be like, oh yeah, fuck Vans. Nah, not really. Yeah, I could do two things at once. Yeah. And I'll then be, you I'll, I'll, it back to give. I'll be saying some flagrant stuff on there. <laughs> 
it's like a spin-off isn't it yeah. like, so you know like, a spin-off. yeah it's a spin-off <laughs> of like our podcast so yeah. you'll definitely always have the shout out you know but we can oh, wow, the shout out <laughs> oh yeah wow. that's you know what's happened like, there Wow. He's already had this thought before this banter started. You know? Nah, I'll be honest. Have Spotify approached you on, on something low key? Nope, nope, nope. But if they did, I'm just going to say that I can record on a Friday. Even <laughs> 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 we'll still keep our Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for them, I can record on a Friday. Bro, bro, I got a kid to feed me. <laughs> what I don't like oh, about that. When man did yeah. that, I got a kid to. I, yeah. I can't say anything back to that. Woman, woman say, fuck your kid. I, I can't say anything back to that. I'm just going to eat that one. Who like, are you trying to feed, though? Myself, <laughs> my lady, my mum. <laughs> I'm trying to look after everyone. You're trying know? to eat, man. Yeah. But do you know what? If the, if I was to ever be approached, I'll always try to, to navigate it back to us as a duo because this is what we deserve. No, of course. Of course do you know what course, I mean? Like more so than me because we're a duo. Like yeah. we've, we've started it together. So yeah. If but Is there a place in your heart that would understand? If he decided that he wanted to do the one man thing, they'd have to give you something crazy. Spin off, like a Rogan deal, like a crazy bag, and I'll and I'll be on there every week, like Donnell Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> what you need me? <laughs> what there's been a crisis in the community. I'm, I'm back. A special guest. Yeah, 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 that's mad. That's mad. Yeah, hold what a camera, hold a light, something, bro. I'm there, bro. <laughs> because I, I listen, I ain't got too much pride. You know, when it comes to bills, I'm there. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely like, you Mesa know. We'll talk. Oh, Mesa, Mesa, I have my people luck. contact your people. Nah, like you'll be by my side still. Okay, thank you, man. It's just one of those ones. Yeah, nice try, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> he really tried it, you just know. Just wanted to test the vibes. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, solid over here, man. Okay, you know, cool. Solid. We're solid. Yeah, solid as a rock. You get yeah, me? Solid as a rock. But hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. A good honest conversation never hurt anyone. Yes. If you're listening for the first week, my name is False Forever. Mr. Vans. And we've got a guest in the building. Yeah, the only undefeated fight in the room. Oh snap! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so decorated. Okay. CEO of Black Men Don't Cheat. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you should see me there somewhere in the hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying you're on, you're on the board? You're your board member, yeah, man. He's the CFO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Exactly. Just, just making sure. Yeah, man. Fellow podcaster, <laughs> boxing. How should, how should we position this? Specialist. Can we give you boxing specialist? Oh, no, I won't really take specialist. What do you What do you want? I don't know what the casual version is of a pundit, because like pundit is too like wearing a suit, sitting by the side of the ring. Oh yeah, that's not. But really... they're changing that though. They, you see the, the, you see the yeah, yeah so you see the pundits the nowadays. Yeah. Like you know, Jermaine Genius, like he's got the landvins on, showing a bit of ankle. They're like you know, <laughs> get out of here, bro. <laughs> bro, you never used to see that. Oh, yeah, yeah. True, you know what I mean? True. Like mm. you never saw that, so you know, it's different. The landscape is different. Yeah, it's like. We was on a DAZN broadcast for um, the AJ undercard. I like, was not the AJ undercard, the AJ fight. The okay. Pre-broadcast. I was there. I don't know if you lot saw the mad take that I gave up. So basically, I don't, I don't know why. So basically, we were talking to Akam Barak. Mm. And it's like, it was that UK, US thing. So it's like, I felt like in the conversation, they weren't really putting respect on AJ's name, innit? Yeah. So that kind of sparked me. And next minute, I'm talking crazy about how AJ's going to beat Usyk. Jesus. So I'm on some, listen, he's definitely going to mash work. I put my name on it. Who told me to say that, bro? Like, I've never said that before <laughs> in my and, life. And this is like your first moment. Bro, like, this is this global. On, on the big stage. Brother, when that's, I tell that's you. That's what happens when you listen to rap. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in your brain has caught like it a bar like nuts. that from nowhere. Like, I put no, that on my name. That's, that's man them low because mm. you know like if someone's chatting shit about your boy and that. Yeah. Like, like, you have to back it. You go it. blind, innit? it? Yeah, you have you to just, back it. You just start right ringing off the chopper. Right or wrong, you have to back it. Fam, it was nice. That's hilarious. Shit, got DMs from Ukrainian brothers. Ah, pictures of AJ's it's face. long. It's long. It's like, 
don't know what to say back to that. It's not, it's not like I understand. Do you know what? Yeah, there's trolling, but Ukrainian trolling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a death threat or not. Silly. I didn't <laughs> respond. On, <laughs> They're sending me a picture of AJ's battered face. Just, what, what are they trying to insinuate what you here? Seen on, on there? No, no I just deleted. Are they the like request. you next? Oh, you, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, you don't need to know. I've seen it. I hear that. They'll story. be like you next, yeah. <laughs> and they'll type it in the most Ukrainian way, like you with the two dots. In the, the top. Don't do it. Don't no, do it. No, don't no, don't no, do no, it. Don't, next. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't for the sake of the funnies. Don't do it. <laughs> don't come for me. Wait for six men them to run up on Fam, you. They'll they'll bang me up. <laughs> put it on YouTube. Yeah. You know how the Russians Podcast did. Podcast to get smoked. That's what, that's what yeah. you're tired of. GoPro. Imagine getting whacked up like, by a Donnie wearing a that's GoPro. That's what they're doing with head. the hooligans that, that time, isn't it? not still. That yeah, is when crazy. They're, 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 <laughs> when they were training <laughs> in the woods and that. Like, you go, yeah, bro. Because like, hooligans, they thought, the, the British one thought that they were really on smoke. Yeah. But you had Donnie's training for this. Mm. That's why they got the the thing on their head while, while they punch a man up. I respect <laughs> it, you know. Yeah, for real. They, 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 they appropriated like, the hooligan culture and it took it to new heights. You gotta respect it. I find it funny that they like plan when they're gonna fight. Like certain man be like, right, scheduled. Yeah, yeah. I think that's nuts because you gotta really get angry in advance for brothers you don't know. Yeah. Scheduled, you know, that's mad. Yeah, now they pack them in store. It's good to see, man. Reminds me of when Adonis like wanted to fight me, but he said not today, Monday. I think, what, what happened on Monday? What happened on Monday? Hey, this is nuts. What was he doing over the, over the weekend? You better skip school. I don't know. Um, I was just taking the piss out of him as usual in the class, whatever, whatever. Just Sounds cussing, right. cussing Donnie, innit? Mm. And then he got vexed because you know when the whole class laughs? It's like, yeah. now now you fucked with his ego. Mm. So he was getting mad, innit? But I was like... <laughs> Do you use hair for the smoke? Yeah, if if he was trying to welcome okay, it, okay, like, okay. you know, yeah. if he was trying to bring it, I welcome it. Mm. Okay, but um, yeah, like he he kept like, you know, panting and pacing like at his desk, and then um he got up, and he said that he wants to fight a man in it, and I was like, all right, cool, <laughs> like I'm here in it. Mm. He was like, nah. <laughs> On Monday, <laughs> what happened That's, when Monday so wait, came, what bro? On Monday, though, L- let us know, bro. He just walked past me. Oh, okay, it was one of them ones. I can't rate that still. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dickhead thing still. Because if he came Monday ready to go, that would catch you so off guard, fam. Because you can't keep that angle over the weekend. But the weekend would have made me forget. Yeah. Bro, how do you know I could have went home and stuff? No, no, no. <laughs> the, the amount of household chores you did, mum sent you to go <laughs> yeah. buy tomato. <laughs> you swept the house seven times. You've ironed everybody's clothes, done laundry. That's built up anger, bro. That's why certain man came into school angry. Fair. Because instead of having like a weekend of leisure doing your own team, yeah. your mum's <laughs> making you do all the chores. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to all boys school, so that stuff couldn't fly. Like, man, like, nah, yeah, you said yeah. you're going to fight, bro. Same. And cool, you're not fighting now. You said Monday. So Monday comes, like, everyone's waiting, bro. Like, we're, yeah. we're bloodthirsty. You want to watch. So what's happening? Man ain't really getting off the Monday talk in my school, though. That had to happen in the class. Yeah, active. Yeah. Yeah. We, no, we point, might we might have allowed the class thing, but the minute we got like break time, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going down. But at this point, at my school, all the classrooms had cameras. Ah, uh, oh, okay, cool. You had to be smart about it. Yeah, because that's how I got nabbed. You like cameras in class? That's intense. Still, how bad was your school? Yeah, bro? Was he mad. said this before. It was mad. Yeah, it was mad. Still, bro, I remember I got into a fight just because some roadman was next to me and my boy, and he just instigated it. So basically, he just goes raw. 
I think you'd bang him up. He's talking to me about a red <laughs> Just out of nowhere, you know. He goes, I think you'd bang him up. That's crazy. So, here it is. I've not responded to it. My brethren laughed. Okay. So now I'm on, what's funny, fam? And this thing just escalated. Bro, I got banged up, fam. <laughs> we went outside. The ego is the, yeah. mad, bro. But it's them ones where it's like, you know, you didn't know you couldn't fight. This Until is, yeah, you couldn't yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm squared off with my boy. And it's like, we're almost half smiling. Like, bro, are we really going to do gonna this? Do, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I tried to spare, man. You remember Edge and Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've missed the spare. My head has gone into the middle of his chest. Oh. So he's backed up. My head's down. It's over for me. Bang, top of the head. Bro, I just was. <laughs> oh, shit. Got me the hell out of there, bro. And the maddest thing is because we're brethren, after this beef, there was no beef in it. So we're like, we squashed it. Uh. And we went home same way. What, that's together. When you, so I just took it, yeah, I just took it off for no reason, bro. So what, that's when you stopped believing in WWE, innit? Bro, yeah, that's when <laughs> <laughs> The spear backfired, like, how is it not as clean as Goldberg's? <laughs> no, but I did love that when you were younger, like, you can, you can rock your bridge and it wasn't that big a deal. You can. You squash it straight off. Yeah. Yeah. Because many a fight used to happen on playground with us and football and that, and like, by the end of the day, man's going home together and that, and, and the man's sharing is, chicken and chips. Light work. And there yeah. weren't no, no repercussions either. Like, man didn't really throw it at each other's faces, like, let down a line. No, but no, he's an honourable person because yeah, if I got one over on you, I won't say nothing, but if we're bantering, I used, hey, remember, you can't say nothing. <laughs> uh, boy, I don't know how that's going to fly, like, years later. Because mm. certain man, like, you know, yeah, you're cool again, but <laughs> yeah, they, they hold still it. held that it out. Also, it also yeah, depends yeah. on how bad the beating was. No, nah, yeah. you can but get past that. When you when you're adults now, and you're looking back, and it's a, a little primary school beef. You can't be holding. Oh yeah, no, 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 come on. Man. No, no, yeah, there's primary, primary beef, but then like, bro, we're big men in our thirties. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like true. ten years ago was a long time. Mm. Yeah, no, but we were adults, mm. so that was stick still. Yeah, getting into a fight in your twenties. Now nah, that's that's there to the rest. And then of you're <laughs> and then you're saying that. Nah, man, group chat be popping off. <laughs> but then I say that though I've had I've got a brethren that um had an altercation altercation with someone, someone up getting stabbed and that they end up in jail together mm. in the same cell. You're going at it every day, yeah. Bro they, bro, they used they were them two was badding up the wing. And people asked my brethren's friend, like, oh, how did you get that scar on your shoulder? He's like, yeah, my man stabbed me. Nothing. Mm. And if anyone laughs, you bang them up. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Then and them two really locked down the jail and that. Like mm. But people just couldn't like understand how they become cool. For like mm. I said, for some people, it's like also it's like, bro, we're in jail, so we're sharing a cell. We got to figure this thing out, innit? I hear that. I never yeah. used to understand how boxers like hugged and did all of that stuff after the fight, after talking crazy about each other. Like for me, that seemed nuts. But then I had a fight myself, mm. and afterwards, I just had bare love for my man. It's the like, respect soon, thing, innit? Yeah, like, the final ball goes. It's like, nah, you know what? Big up to you, fat. Like it just yeah. feels so different. But Trav, you won though. No, but it weren't that. It weren't. You're talking about the. Not, I'm talking about the first so one. So you're like beating niggas up and then going on stage making people laugh. So you're bantering your opponents in the ring as well. Nah, Man's doing stand up in between nah. rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Man's doing stand up in between. Oh, I'm, I'm going to work on some new material. Take off my gloves. Man's been holding the mic like this. Oh, no, <laughs> the hand wraps. Yeah. The fat wraps. That's crazy. Just hitting man with digs and that. Oh, that's. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, especially like, okay, well, that level is one thing, but that top, top level, if you, bro, if men are getting mad bread together and that, obviously someone's going to lose, but in reality, a certain level of peas, no one's really lost here, bro. Like, yeah. go off into the sunset, enjoy your money, enjoy your life, innit? So, yeah. yeah you know. It might be sore for a few days, but mm. who cares, man? That's true. But we can start there, actually, and obviously, big weekend of fighting. Yeah. Um, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. 
Vegas fight. Vegas fight, the third installment. Surprised I stayed up. You stayed up for this one? Yeah. I went to like- So you're running back the years? I went back to what? <laughs> I went out to some <laughs> random place. Oh, you went out? Okay, cool. Yeah, and they were showing it. And you know, I was like, All right, cool. That's like 5.30 fam, you stayed there late. Fam. Where did you go, man? Bro, don't watch that. That sounds very strip clubby still. <laughs> Bro, like it was one venue, like curtains, you couldn't see what was going on. It looked closed. Trav just said strip club. Strip club bro, yo, just be honest. Yeah. Was it, was, it wasn't a strip club. Okay. I would have said. <laughs> bro, what, what do I have to hide? Come on, talk your shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, knock on a, on, a, on a window and then the Donny comes out, lets you in. <laughs> Brother. That sounds crazy. Bro, it, oh, Paige, Paige, if my was when it ends, that's the bee house. <laughs> yeah. It just seemed that's like a, a private, the, bro. bro that's a, the bee house, bro. bro. It was a private club. Private sort of, club. Private sort of situation. Everyone club, looks yeah. nice. Bro, like, what, what's wrong with you lot? You knocked on the window. Okay, okay, Vans. The way what's wrong with you lot? I said it's not a strip club. Okay, but the way- Who's going to beat my ass? If, if, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? We've got one undefeated fighter here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you want any smoke, <laughs> Trav's got the reach of art. Just, just take time with it. Anyway, but the way you describe it, it sounds like the bee house. How did you know about this place? Oh, um, some friends were there. Okay. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll come link you lot. Mm. And we could watch a fight. It's like, oh, okay, like, we know a place that's showing it. I went in. Everyone's all like, it's like there was some sort of rave prior to the fight. So I'm thinking, right, everyone looks nice and that. Like, I'm just here all cash. The strippers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Everyone had heels on. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were scantily clad. <laughs> couple dons, like, were just in the back making bear noise. Yeah. Obviously, a couple man were rooting for Wilder. A couple man were. Or on the Black Man Pride thing. Yeah. Wakanda. <laughs> Nigger. <laughs> I'll, I'll st- I, listen, there's Blair Pace can go this year. I'm I'm not like, I didn't stay up. I've admitted defeat when it comes to these things. I'm mm. not. Mm. I'll just catch it in the morning um, and watch a proper replay and I, I, I'm not staying up in it. So I, I didn't do that. But when I watched the fight back, I was like, that for me was definitely the worst fight out of the three. Something might feel differently, but I feel it was the worst fight out of the three. And I was really annoyed that there was a third fight anyway. Because I feel like there should only been two fights at the start, innit? So when you say worst, are you saying that's how like you didn't enjoy it? Like it was I didn't enjoy, obviously there was knockdowns and it's heavy boxing, so mm-hmm. that's one of the top things you watch for when you're watching top level fights at that size, innit? You want man to knock man out. So that was good from that point of view. But after round three or four, my man like was done, bro. Like he won't really you can say come on, he he went in the fight. Yeah, I mean but you know what it is the streets are he saying was, this is a modern classic. Like But who listens to the streets? No, but like, I felt that way too. Yeah, like it I was. Felt a, that way. It was a dramatic. I, I enjoyed that game, that match. It Obviously, had, like the ring, all that stuff, all the theatrics, cool. It had I get everything it. that you'd put in a movie if you were making a yeah, boxing exactly. movie. Yeah, that was real like Rocky. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh come okay, on, no, no, come on. Uh, maybe Let's not. not get crazy uh, now. Cause, <laughs> nah, because yeah, because if Wilder won it, it'd be Rocky because no, he yeah, took a pasting. From, from round five, Rocky, the bangs are mad clean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want a lot with of the maddest sound effects. And they fully take turns to hit yeah. each other as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah like no boost, defense. Bass, boost, bang, no, bang. no defense. Yeah. yeah, no defense. Flush Rocky's as well. Back. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, it, it had the story in that, but it's like I just struggle watching Deontay Wilder because we were talking before um, about people learning stuff and they're trying to implement in the fight. Yeah, I've never rated his boxing ability in it. So I can see that like my man actually tried something, but watching him execute in the ring is so funny because it's just so awkward. It was working though. No, but give him start. credit. Round one, that game plan going to the body. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was, that was perfect for him. But it was that also a combination of Fury not doing enough in round one as well. Nah, because what it is, yeah. 
when someone like Wilder has that much power in his shot, like you can't afford him to change his mind and not go to the body and go upstairs. Yeah, true. So you always have to cover upstairs and mm. just let him hit you to the body. And there's a lot of body to it on Tyson Fury. That's it. So I'm looking at like, oh, this is the perfect game plan. But he's mm. not a man that sticks to game plans. After round one, he said, fuck it. I'm going back to who I am. And it just got nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that learning thing. Yeah. Now, he, he definitely did try and like, just for me, I, I just don't like the whole, obviously my man picked him because he was off for two years and it spectacularly backfired on him, innit? With Dante Wilder, innit? Mm. Bad business, in my opinion, for Fury to sign a free fight deal. Yeah, it's wild. Because just, it just extends and elongates everything. Obviously, no one can legislate for COVID. We don't know what's going to happen, innit? So, mm. fair play. Obviously, this fight would have been soon if it wasn't for Corona and that. But I'm just like, yeah, bro, it's, it's done for my man now. Take a rest on that. And then both of them have got to go and fight other people for me to look at them a certain way. Because you yeah. said people saying modern day classic. Yeah. Tyson Fury is definitely the number one in like, I think the consensus like out of everyone in regards to the, the Dons right now, Anthony yeah. Joshua, Dillian yeah. White, etc., uh, etc. Et but- Instead of saying he's number one, let's just say he's in first place. Because until he fights I mean, AJ- what's the difference? Nah, because the reason why is like, if you, like how people are talking about is that, is like he's certified number one in this era. Okay, no, yeah, he ain't, yeah, he ain't certain yet. Yeah, he's his first place right now. He still has to fight AJ. Still got to fight Dillian. Like, there's still work for him to do because right now he's fought Dillian, um, Deontay three times mm, yeah. and got more praise every single time these fights happened. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, like, do something else. Beat other men. Yeah, because you could always like you could have. We saw very early that he was a big man for Wilder. Exactly. So it's like, are those really accolades? You knocked Donny out last time. Yeah. At, at a third fight, is it really accolades for for beating him? Mm. It's just a rivalry. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a good story, and, 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 and an opponent story. that um, he has in Wilder. Like Wilder talks a lot, mm. so it's like and, his trash talk is and, and, shit, bro. Yeah, it is. And Fury, he doesn't <laughs> back down either. It's Fury's way more entertaining. Than him. Mm. It's techy as well because it's like the first fight he lost in Black History Month, the American one, oh, and this time round it's UK Black History Month. The man were down bad. Down bad. Yeah, yeah. The man went down bad from a black point of view and from a <laughs> aesthetics point of view. <laughs> Because they're saying all the gym men are getting smoked lately. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what, <laughs> what we've seen. <laughs> what are you saying? Dad bods for the win. Dad bods for Aye, the win, flip bro. It now, man. I was about to go ham this winter. Maybe not. Don't do that. People are using, don't use the boxing manager excuse, bro. Get in the gym, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to these babes online. Oh, I like a guy with a little belly. Don't listen to these women, bro. Oh, with money. Found yeah, that's, that's, that's the terms and conditions there. <laughs> yeah, belly. That's the bro. Have you seen them uncles in LA Lounge and that? Mm. Belly for days, but money for days, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so true. Yeah, that's that's the infamous spot on that. What are your other thoughts about the fight, though? Uh, bro, like, I'm not a, a boxing fan like you, so I was just there for the entertainment of it, okay. And like the atmosphere of where I was. Oh, so, did, just, you, did you get that from the fight where you were entertainment atmosphere? Yeah, um, because I can guarantee you that if I was so tired as well, yeah, I can guarantee you that. If it was an AJ fight, may have fallen asleep in between a couple rounds. Right. Yeah. Okay. But AJ don't fight but, that late as well because he's over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, I in, in in the entertainment factor, like, but you it think just, AJ's fights are boring? Some can be. Okay. Mm. Interesting. I think see, this is what happens. It's like we got short memories, so it's like AJ has a boring fight, and it's like, oh yeah, he's boring now, but. And sparked up Pulev like yeah. a few months back. <laughs> but, 
You know, it is sometimes when you just when you when it feels like you're so clear as a winner, yeah, that can get boring. Yeah, 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 some yeah, people, yeah, 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 yeah. The fight with Ruiz, boring. Nah, he. Well, the second crazy. one. Yeah. Oh yeah, but but if he wasn't boring, he would have lost. He had to make it boring. Mm. It's like it's like his Joseph Parker fight. For me, I feel like it's one of his best performances. But from like an aesthetic point of view, it's Whoa. one of the worst f- fights to watch because the ref helped him out. Mm. Mamos just holding him, but he he did all the stuff I would have hoped him to do against other opponents. Yeah. And he neutralized my man. Someone that was meant to be super dangerous, used a bit of his jab. Stuff that you don't, like, we didn't see nothing against, like, Usyk. AJ needs to get back to, like, when he fights Usyk again, he needs to, like, treat him as if how he treat Dillian White. Right. Because he hates Dillian White. Then men will get into the ring and fuck the game plan. We're just going to scrap. Yeah. Like, he, it's almost like he needs to have that venom with the opponent. Because so far, Ruiz and Usyk, both were friendly with him. Taking selfies, enjoying, mm-hmm. making him feel mm-hmm. nice. And Letting he's coming the in there and soft and, and something's happened. Whereas when he hates, man... When he fought Dominic Brazil, that man was standing on the grass. He he whispered in AJ's ear. He's like, "Bro, don't do that. Don't do that. Put the belt down, bro. We could go outside. Like yeah. that's the AJ that we need. And I think maybe yeah, he's you made too always, much peace. Uh, you should always come to a fight with a fight with fire in your belly. When you're that rich, bro. I hear that. It's hard to get that motivated. But didn't did, did Donnie tell you that, that he wants to wait till next week? <laughs> Sometimes the fire though is not there, bro. <laughs> he said Monday, bro. Yeah. So you know right now, it's yeah, not the best but, idea. I'll see you next week. Yeah, but AJ's got stuff on the line, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's taking like L's. It's like, I, I think in this era, like you, you people really focus on the L's. Yeah, because yeah, may have fucked up the game and the whole undefeated team. Yeah. yeah. Fucked up the most Which is why, even though like I said, I, I, was, I was mad there was a third fight. I wouldn't have minded purely from like more of an even playing field thing for Wilder to beat Fury on the weekend. And then it's just like, okay, cool. You've taken an L each. AJ's yeah. taken L's recently. Now everybody kind of just has to fight now because man can't just hide behind the belt or down the feet eating while I'm fighting my man. Because if they, them two started essentially fought mm. to kind of box AJ out and it kind of worked for a little but, while, it? But this is the thing, if like not to go too crazy with the boxing thing, but there's a conspiracy theory that's floating around now. So basically Ben Davidson was Fury's trainer for the first Wilder fight. And he was talking in an interview and he's just like, oh, we tried to, like, the plan was to freeze AJ out. Okay. Right? So they've fought each other. They fought again. Now for the third time, they've frozen AJ out. They've used the AJ talk to promote their fights. Yeah, we're going to fight AJ. We're going to fight AJ. Cancel, swerve. Boom. This is happening. So now my brethren, he's got a speculation where he says, if AJ would have beat Usyk, Wilder would have won that fight. Because that means that Fury has to avenge that. And now they got the fourth one. I don't know how they sell a full fight to us, though. Bro, Fury is capable of selling us anybody. <laughs> David Hay called him out. Bruv, look for that fight to be made. Old David Hay. I don't want to see that, man. David <laughs> needs to chill out, man. <laughs> if you chill After out, the bro. Tony Belly fight. Yeah, bro, David Hay's that uncle now. Yeah. He's that uncle with the mad stories when he comes around. You enjoy it, but like, yeah. deep down, you know. You're done. In 1996. <laughs> You're done. In 1996. <laughs> like, love it, man. Yeah, now nah, we, are, we are short-term, but I feel like, yeah, um, what you're saying is right. Fury is in number one spot, yeah. but it's still to be seen what my man's going to do. But then I wouldn't shock me if he maybe has one final swan song back in the UK and retires. That wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise mm. me at all. And also, I can't be mad at man. You want to leave your faculties intact. You've got, he's got six youths, bro. Did you see how his missus looking at me in the ring? Yeah. Bro, number seven's on the way, bro. <laughs> bro, the way he's just looking at me in the ring, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Man, hit the big singing as well after the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That baby's coming, brother. You can't smack me up and then. <laughs> Man's doing serenade in, that in, in the ring. Absolute mockery. Well, that's what the men are on. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, do you feel man. of um? 
Wilder not embracing him after not doing what we was talking about, like the camaraderie, the sportsmanship, the mm. sportsmanship thing. Uh, I don't know, man. I didn't see it, so like he he doesn't strike me as as a don that like does all that anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, and he seems like he's a sore loser. There's always an excuse. Mm. So the guy that you've been talking shit to for like three fights, it's just like you've lost. Mm. Yeah. It's like when your big cousin comes around and he batters you at PlayStation and it's just like, you got close one game. Yeah. And now you just- Man, like, smoked you seven yeah. games in a row. <laughs> you just can't do it. And you, you just yeah. can't do it. You can't beat me. <laughs> yeah. It's, my thing is, it's like, he's being consistent though. Cause it's like, if you genuinely believe Donny cheated in the last fight, that hate doesn't leave Oh, you. the whole spiking of the water yeah. stuff. I think he genuinely has brought himself to a place of delusion that he's sold on that. That's it. Yeah. He cheated. I'm not shaking his brother's hand. That's corny to me, bro. Just take it's it weird. home, man. I think it's weird. Well, boy, some people are just built that way. Mm. And he's not going to change now that he's rich. He's <laughs> <laughs> doubling down on the bullshit. Oh, yeah. bro, man. A different, different type of vibe now. It's amplified mm. <laughs> to this day. To this day, yeah, that stuff don't slap as much now that you're taking them, oh, them else to my man. Nah, yeah. still a classic. I'm yeah, sorry, for, that for, meme for, for meme content. When, yeah, for us, when it content. became a meme content, it was a classic. Cause my man, what's, what's his name? Radio, Radio Raheem. Raheem. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't ask that mad a question, bro. No, but you know what it was. Nah, he, it, it wasn't my question. No, but thing is, you it was a mad question with how it came across, but you knew yeah. the intention behind it weren't mad. Okay, okay. So, so there was like, no malice there, really. Like nah, so he was playing. He was, he was, he was playing like the side of the television network. The journalist. He had to position. He had to position it that way. His name is Radio Rahim. I'm <laughs> trying to journal something, bro. Are you not crazy or something? What's going on here? So it's like you know when you're talking about your people. What, what do, do you mean? mean? And he's like, what do you mean, my people? <laughs> That's our people. Yeah, he's looking, like, he's looking like, oh. like, nigga, help me. <laughs> bro, he backed off the shades as well. And oh. looked him dead in the eye. In that, in that moment, he was g- genuinely intimidating. I felt like he believed every word he was saying. Like, yeah. Yeah, that to this day speech is, is classic. But he gave my man a moment, didn't it? So. Has, it, has yeah. it been on the any rapper's album yet? <laughs> Look, he's got a song with Loaded Lux. Did you not see, bro, we've got to talk about it. Loaded Lux walked him into the ring, yeah? Oh, and was lip syncing. Yeah. <laughs> Beloved, loaded lux. <laughs> gray, Beloved, grey hoodie lux. Yeah, that was mad. Though. But it looks so awkward, bro. Like, and and Deontay's on a song as well, isn't it? Yeah, no, but that excerpt of that clip, like, has it been on someone's intro? Probably some underground rappers <laughs> using somewhere, somewhere. It's a it's a good bit to use, bro. Some yeah, like somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah taking L's in Black History Month is kind of peak still, man. Do you do, yeah. you, do you care about the the color divide when it comes to those kind of things? No, you no, you can't really. I mean, you don't ever like sit there and like, I'm rooting for the black man, I'm, because or, we're tribal. Okay, cool. Well, I'm rooting for the guy from the UK at least. Yeah, with the boxing fans, right? Yeah, boxing. They fans. go, they go with who they think is. I don't be- think. Best. I don't think it's like that all the time. I think man, do I think that there no, is that tribal. There is a tribal element as well. Like I get so I'm an AJ fan on the pod, mm. bro. I get so many men try to go like, oh, you just like him because he's black. <laughs> bro, these men. And you should respond, you hate him because he's black. <laughs> Yeah, take that. Black's a common denominator, you know? Yeah. I'm take like, that. bro, nothing to do with being a unified heavyweight champ, no? He's putting boxing on his back for the last 10 years. All right, say no more. And maybe one of the man them. Bro. It's a great argument. Yeah. So I'll find it. But I'll respond like, yeah, I like him because he's black. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to give them what they want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Because um, when Floyd used to fight, I used to play on that. I used to always have the fights around like, 
What's the ma- Cinco de Mayo? Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, man will come fifth. out with a big hat and that. Mm. You got and also it's always been them boxing it's like the Great White Hope and that. They, yeah. they, bro, don't don't get twisted. There, there's certain people that are absolutely happy that Tyson Fury is you know the what? guy at the top of this Spencer, yeah. food chain. Spencer Fury called in on our podcast, yeah, and he said before, like the last time there was a white heavyweight champ, we're going back to Rocky Marciano. It's a long time ago, bro. So now is a is a huge moment, fam. For the <laughs> yeah, do you know do you know do you know what the one will be like the the pinnacle for this thing? Not boxing. If we ever have a hundred meter champion that is white and like from from the hill somewhere, <laughs> if, if listen, if we have that, there's Wales. like there's like a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, and becomes a, yeah an Olympic champion. Dominates. Whoa, it. man, a man, a man dominates like you saying. Nah. Breaks all records. Never. Hella mayonnaise adverts. Oh. No? Too far? Wow. No? <laughs> I said mayonnaise. I said Hellman's. Potato salad up by 50. Oh, shit. What's oh a potato God. salad? <laughs> Bro, if they have a hundred meter champion. Jesse they... Nelson, salad cream. Fair. I hear you. Burger sauce. Relax. <laughs> 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 yeah, that would be that would be funny. Because I remember watching it was one B. Not to go on a mad tangent, it was like I think it was on a BBC. I'm like a BBC documentary. And they were trying to break down why black people have been so dominant. I mean, it's kind of like racial undertone, so dominant in hundred meters. Yeah, it just like because they can't. They remember don't when COVID it. first bust, mm. and then there was headlines like, "Oh, scientists are baffled as to why it hasn't hit Africa." <laughs> Africa <yeah. laughs> Bruv, that had me thinking yeah, all kinds. Why are you baffed, bruv? Like, like, when, you're, when you're doing like tests and surveys, yeah, you failed to like really um, do your study. Yeah, yeah, do your studies on 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 black people here, but mm-hmm. you want to focus and be baffled as to why it's not over there yet. Don't you remember? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a Jamaican prime minister or like a, like a local minister was like, yeah, try the vaccine somewhere else first. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to repeat. Try and Im- imitate what my man said, but yeah. the clip is hilarious. Like, yeah, that's a. A dead man thing over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We're good over, we're we're good, over, we're good over here. <laughs> it looks like they've been fine, so maybe my man played it was, right in it. But you remember when it was like a lot, a lot of man was just like, "Raw black people can't get it," you know? Yeah, but that's the Shaka Bars along yeah. that. Crazy, bro. <laughs> soldiers and yeah. that. The whole tech. And I was like, mm. "Listen, I I'm enjoying this game, but this that's dangerous." Where if yeah. you start doing our black, yeah, and then can't people started it. blaming five G. Fa- oh, but the five G just, just disappeared, bro. Yeah, because it's <laughs> enforcing real connection on their phones. Yeah. Did you feel like there was? <laughs> <laughs> did you feel like like a couple of black celebs got COVID just for PR, just to make they they, they put that claim on Idris Elba? Well, Idris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Uncle no, Idris. Immedi- immediately, he's the first man. Like he's, he's in the Marvel books. Like what? No, they were like, if you want, if you want to play James Bond, you better go out there. <laughs> yeah. And spread the good COVID yeah. gospel. <laughs> spread the COVID. Yeah. COVID. Add his wife into the mix for great PR. <laughs> He added his wife into the mix for oh, yeah. great PR. Don't you know, bro? Anytime there's scandal, bro, have your wife next to you, bro. Yeah, oh. man can be caught in a brothel with seventeen things. <laughs> you come, you come on stage, your wife's next to you. As we family, as a family, we're facing this together. We're gonna face it together. Remember, we treat to talk about it like it's a proper pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Taking this on as a you family. have to hold hands as well. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you see? Is it? Oh, was my man in Uganda? What's the African? Was there a prime minister standing with his wife and she just screwing the whole like press? I'll find a clip for you. Oh like, shit! Yeah, and he's. Like I'm committed. To, I only I only have one woman. It's my wife, and she stood right there, just screwing Stressed. everyone. Oh, that's an ordered statement. No Stressed. one's got better marriage PR than Barack and Michelle. Oh hell yeah! If we find a Barack at hoes, yeah. Oh, oh my days! It'd be awful, bro. Rappers will have a field day. Oh, it'd yeah. be over, bro. Even Barack won't faithful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because remember, with J. Cole Jinx, he said, I want that Jada and Will love. Look at them now. Ah, in disarray. Yeah. Tatters. That's the most toxic. That's how you know my man ain't cheat. Because if Barack cheated, it would have been out here. Ah, or, bro. Or they they would have got him like Tiger Woods. Bro, but that's because Tiger was fucking all the white women. That's why, bro. I hear that. Yeah. But yeah, nah, Barack, if Barack was caught cheating, that would be insane. Yeah. Kirk Franklin, though, he did a caption on, on Instagram. He posted his wife. And some of the stuff he's saying in that in that caption sounded very much like this is the apology rollout. Oh, wow. Yeah, but then, you know, back in there, he come out, because Kirk's been quite open. He's like, he had a porn addiction. and so He's a real nigga. So. He was yeah. talking about <laughs> busting a cap on somebody's ass. Bro, don't you know he moonlights <laughs> as plies on the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen Kirk Franklin and plies in the same place? Nope. Not gonna happen. Exactly, bro. So what, Kirk Franklin is doing Sweet Pussy Saturday? And then Sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet Gospel Sunday. <laughs> 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 no, but I saw, I, saw that, I saw that it was proper long and that. He said something about like, bro, my hotel room will always have a space for you, innit? Only you. I was like, no, uh, He was bro. talking about like how um, he, he don't, don't want to be too dedicated to work. And being away from home, basically, that's that was the. But I know what Travis was saying. There's like the middle bit of it, like you know, like the start's like sick, the ending's sick, but the middle bit is where you're like, nigga, did you cheat? Because all these hotel references it's, are kind of peak, bro. Yeah. Why are you speaking? Yeah, the hotel life is like, bro. Because oh, bro, he was one more sentence away from saying the room number. Yeah, that's mad. But you know these Christian niggas, bro. They're getting it in. Would you say Bibles and backshots? I mean, <laughs> volume <Bro>. four. <laughs> Bibles and backdrops. Yeah. Bro, that's crazy. Bro, nobody gets it in more, bro. I'm going to sanctify Con- you. Yeah. Bro. That's why they're asking God for strength. Fam? The flesh is weak. Wow. <laughs> what are you saying, men are weak? The flesh is weak, bro. <laughs> Women like powerful dons, bro. Man's up there giving the, the best Omarion, every Omarion A Marion challenge. Did and you then see doing it? that. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying passes have source. Some parts. Have you not seen when nah, Kirk's do. doing the um the Millie Rock? I think to about Melodies from Heaven. Swear down. Bro, I need to find out. You think you think I'm lying, bro? Kirk really be up there going for it, bro. <laughs> so he's saying T D Jakes had hoes. Who would surprise oh, me? T D Jakes. You can't do that. Yeah, don't put don't put hoes on do him. That. Yeah, don't do that. Not hoes. Alleged. Put allegedly. Bro, he's powerful, bro. Yeah, like one side, one side <laughs> wife. That, yeah. that nigga powerful. <laughs> nah, he he'll have you motivated. Oh, yeah, yeah, One no. Instagram video, I'm like, yeah, I'm standing wherever, up. Wherever you've been but church or not. He's to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. God is going to put a breakthrough for you. Wake up. Out of your sleep. Yes. What? <laughs> oh, let's get the day started, boy. No, no. Oh, mate. Even though we're bantering, bro, I can't lie to you. That stuff is inspirational, bro. Yeah. And you're going to put on them that gospel playlist and like, you're ready for anything. Oh. Bro, like, there's only a few people that have that. Like, I'm not... Um, Pro motivational speaker, type Gary of, v in that. like yeah. I'm not gonna listen to them dons more time in it. Like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not a Donny that shares it either. But um, that's mad. <laughs> <laughs> man said he keeps the good word to himself. Bro, you know, you're one. <laughs> bro, you're one. Listen, you're one selfish brother. I can't believe I podcast you this long. Episode 312. You're one selfish brother. Hey, man, do you yeah. hearing this? He's I love my people. On his own vibe, like, you, you know. You can't say that. I say I love my people. Share the good word, bro. Nah, because I scroll past it. That's crazy. So you just that's just for you and keep it moving. It's only like maybe when I'm going through it, through it, I'll stick around. <laughs> Yo, pure piece of shit. <laughs> this man is the worst. <laughs> but yeah, um, what was I saying? I was on point. No, TD just, Jakes. About, just about like motivation. Like, is that you're not really? That's not really a yeah. content, but mine I can get you basically. Yeah. You super yeah. motivational, bro. Yeah, I might even have to go to church this weekend, man. Now we're saying this, bro. Sometimes, I'm, you know, it's mad. Like, I look at pastors. Sometimes when I'm in church, I'm like, this ain't too far from stand-up, you know? Like, no, there's some pastors... Because like, some of the setups and yeah, the... Yeah, but like, some of these men are funny. 
Do you take notes on that? You know what? No, but it's like... I'm going to use this, but I'm going to use the explicit version. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> no, but you watch it. It's like, I see what you did there. Like, I recognise that pattern from my world. Okay. And I'm like, right, now, you look got like some transferable skills. pacing, keeping yeah. everyone engaged. No, but it is, it is a skill to public speaking and like... Bro, yeah, some, some pastors are on there for like two, three but hours. You, but you know when it's mad when the pastor's... You know when there's like the guest pastor? Oh, yeah. He's waiting to be introduced. Oh, yeah. And he'll sit there. Yeah, but them niggas are like the supply teachers. Y- no, 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 no. No, 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 no supply. The big Rockstar. Dons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear down. Bro, do you know, do you know what? Do you know how to introduce him? Brother. The general superintendent. <laughs> and he's sitting Bro, the there. Big, and he's just sitting there, head down, and he's in deep prayer. And he's just there, yeah, vibing just, firm. And it's like a fight. He's just rocking like Terrence Howard. Whoop that trick. Man. Them man there, bro. When they're. Yeah. No, they go for it still. Guest passes are the best, bro. Because mm. they want to leave their imprint because this is a good opportunity to maybe steal some of the congregation right. from my church. That's right. It's a hustle. Bro, it's, like ch- a, it's like a feature, isn't it? Bro, the church hustle's crazy, bro. You ever have one of them pastors that come and he starts off mad American and it just suddenly gets Nigerian? Yeah. <laughs> them men are phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. Don't ruin your blessings. Don't do it. Yeah, church, nah, church chronicles. We need. We, I, you know, is I want to get um. There's a, there's um a Christian podcast I want to get on here. Christian we, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the Christian podcast too. Bro, I actually upset some some like the Christian like congregation with. Do you remember my Bishop Green Teeth character I was doing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, it's just this dodgy pastor in it, and all he cares about is the offering. So like, man would do these mad roundabout ways to get peas. So anyway, this video's going out, and you know most church people they're enjoying it. Bro, I get this one message, and they're just like. What you're doing is bad, and it's like you know when that person don't really have you're the doing the devil's you, work. Yeah, like mm. it's just. Like, I'm oh. so disappointed in you, my brother. I know I must have been in a church group chat just getting roasted, bro. Yeah. What biblical cussing? Biblical man, cusses. Like. I don't know, but it's <laughs> the friendliest cussing. <laughs> Come on, but you'll be careful because then people start praying in tongues and that, and Travis in his sleep. Like, oh. <laughs> um, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Yeah, fam. you got to rebuke that. Absolutely. <laughs> But I'm happy you're on, Trav. It's been, I think last time you came was 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. episode's called Everything's Political. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. a long, long, long time ago. So yeah. good to see you. A while ago. I know, I know a lot's changed. I was joking, obviously, about, you know, being CEO of uh, Black Men Don't Cheat. <laughs> that that content, you know, it w- was dope. I- I'd love to see some more of it. But I know we, I know we was joking about um, the struggle being someone that's like traditional stand-up mm. to then trying to like appeal and cater to where are now online 30, 60-second content. Yeah. Short, sharp, reactionary and mm. it's, it's a whole different world isn't it so yeah it's different it's different it's not it's like it's one of those things that just requires time do you see what I'm saying you like you don't just become, you don't just wake up a stand up comic like you actually put in the time you hit the clubs you work like I, got, I was on stage before I came here yeah just okay. working material like I'm always on that zone but with this, the, the online content I'm like I just don't I gotta be honest with myself I'm like I don't love it so it's like I have a good idea and I'll do it and it's like it will work but that doesn't inspire me to go back and be like alright let's hear it again you haven't like necessarily fully transcended into that online comedian because you can imagine like like you said time like thinking of concepts yeah I don't know how Munya does it bro salute to that guy (laughs) would you call Munya a stand up comedian nah I I haven't seen any stand up or okay um, but like or comedian in general if he titled himself comedian you couldn't tell him he's not a comedian like stand up comedian is a very specific thing yeah he's yeah I mean his purpose is to to make people People laugh yeah so yeah, in everything that he does, like even it's and it's sort of like stand up in a way because everything that well, 
everything that he's saying that he's presenting to us is factual just in a funny way yeah. just like how you could be speaking about something political mm. it's factual but it's in a funny way but you're just doing it on stage where yeah. he's his stage is instagram yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and his turnaround time is like it's remarkable it's bro. insane like and it's like man, editing editing recording like I'm telling you the whole setup is crazy it's like it's got to the point where something kicks off and you know, i see people on the timeline like yo munya tomorrow where morning, you at i'm really like, pressure though yeah know. he's like chipping it he can, you know, rise to the pressure. I'll just send you the bat signal and that. Like you got just when Chip is ready to clash, busy, like yeah. tomorrow, but, I'll send you one. But remember the Chip, like he was at the petrol station. That yeah, night. yeah, like, yeah. He was he. He responded quicker than certain man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So there you go, man. Yeah, now nah, I respect people that do it. Like hats off to them, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, it was mad because when social media stuff came out, stand up comics, like the conversation was very much like. Nah, them men ain't real comedians. Da, 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 da. So you were like the black taxi duns, um, and like how they were in Uber. Hundred percent. Where did you? The... Where, where were you in that conversation? Was you over there hating on the on no, the you, you new young what? blood? <laughs> nah, on Tommy you? expensive <laughs> and them man. Nah, because you know what? I'll be honest. Like I jumped on it. Like yeah, early. The f- it's when it was fifteen second videos. Mm. So it's like I put my bid in, and that's how I knew. I, like I stopped, and I was like, okay, this ain't me. Do you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like it's one of the ones that starts, and you literally feel the pull. Okay, mm. that video got laughs. Uh, what else can I think of? And you just keep doing that. And you just stay in that. And I started to notice how it would affect certain men's writing who were stand-up comics before. Because they start trying to replicate that on the stage and yeah, don't, they don't get sit short. Well. Their punches get short. Everything gets short. The rhythm changes. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to commit and do what I love. Do you know what I mean? I think that's where I'm at in life now where it's like, I am who I am. And it's what I'm on. If I change my mind, I change my mind. I'm not locked to nothing. Mm. But right now, this is what I'm on. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, think I, it's, it. I think it's important everyone just keeps it real. So when I see these men doing an online thing, I'm like, nah, big up, bro. I watch that shit. I'm enjoying as well. I'm in the audience, fam. This is funny. But when you get on stage, I'm like, that's my world now. Would you say that you're in the best shape of your career? Um, I mean, it's mad because like you have big moments in stand-up and at that time, that feels like the best moment of your career. So it's like, for me, I've, I don't really tie to that anymore. I just accept that this thing is a journey that's going to keep getting better. Mm. But it's like I feel like the lockdowns had a great effect on my mind as far as the stand up because I'm like I feel like the world has changed yeah like I just don't feel like I can come back and be the same comic I was after what we all experienced last year yeah so where I'm at now I feel like I'm in a very raw and honest place like I'm I got this thing that I keep saying to people I'm like you know when you chat to your boy and then you have another conversation with your mum and then you go to work you have another conversation it's all different versions of you. Yeah. I'm at a point in life now where I want every version of me to be the same regardless of what's going on. I'm not changing my energy anymore. So that's... That's the true freedom, man. the stage, yeah. yeah. That's a great place to be. I saw Jay-Z say a clip and, you know, it's, it's, there's like a bit of an energy about referencing Jay-Z quotes when you start speaking in conversations like this. But when he said, I'm me everywhere I go, bro, that hit me in the chest, bro. Because I remember who I was at work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Travis got a joke about being at work yeah. after the BLM protest. Yeah, bro, that that shit. Is, I used I, when I when I watched, it, I just I'm dying because they they got your work. You're this is you know meek humble person in the corner, mm-hmm. and they look up on the screen, they see you at the front of a protest, <laughs> screaming "No justice, no peace." <laughs> <laughs> and now you can explain yourself to the whole office. Yeah, what you was doing well, on the weekend? Yeah, it's like. You know what I mean? you got to really just rinse off any culture on you and get to work and be like, yeah, you are, Gary. Yeah, well, so you bad, mate. 
And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that no more, man. And you start to realize that the respect that comes with that is just, it's double what you would imagine. I think people underestimate the luxury of being yourself everywhere. Like, look what you who you reference. You went to that. That's a very extreme example. A Jay Z. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a, he's created that for him. That's real. Do you That's know what real. I'm saying? Like, where who can say what? Like, this is me. Like, I'm yeah. like this with my boys. I'm like this at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you I know? hear you. I hear you. I think what what it was for me is when it's like obviously being in stand up. You know, I'm a full time stand up. So it's like I am a stand up comic all the time. Then I have meetings which were like you know boardroom settings you know what I mean producers or you know commissioners or whatnot and in those conversations I'd feel myself do the the work thing again and I'm like wait a minute I'm actually here on my own speed like I am myself which is what got me here so I don't need to be coming in on some how you doing mate you know right and I'm like no what's good bro <laughs> you know what I'm saying you heard me talking like that on stage why would I do that and it's not it's that... muscle memory don't it because you know right. like I said once you, you know is, once you once you enter office space you're like oh shit I'm back at work yeah Fun. It's not even enforced on me. It's just my own thing. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm putting it down. Yeah. I mean, someone like me, I don't know about um, comedy shows like that unless, you know, it's, it's the huge ones. Like yeah, the yeah, mode yeah. of comedians. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the, the Dave Chappelle's and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff of that nature. Like, so what's the, what's your scene like? Like you say you're a full-time comedian. Like what's... Mm. Like how often do you do shows in a in a week in a month? Like yeah. what what's it like? So it's like the scene. It's a weird one to like. I don't know what I would refer to as the scene now. Do you know what I mean like I was I used to be just only on the black circuit, like for the first seven eight years of my career it was just the black circuit. Right. Well, you got that, jokes all that stuff at like Catfish yeah, Theater. Yeah, and it's like you just kind of stay on the conveyor belt doing those same kind of shows, and like I got signed to um, my agent. And after that, I'm now in different rooms, right. mainstream audiences, and I'm up and down the country. So now it's like, whereas I used to be proper London-based, I live in my car. And it's okay. like, I just, you know what I mean? Get out, no matter who's there, where they're from, you get out and you work. And I think this has been amazing for me because it's like, I, I get to see my comedy in different demographics. Do you know what I mean? Like building, you pick up fans from people that you probably would never speak to for any other reason. Yeah. And for me, that it's made my voice more confident more powerful because now i'm like i don't care what's going on out there the minute i get out there no matter who's out there i can work whereas before i never used to feel like that i okay. used to be asking right what's the what is it mixed like what's the black people like da, da, da. you want to know any man them in the building yeah how does your if if it at all how does your um, content differ you said you're up and down the country in your car mm. obviously you come from being like quite london focused black circuit yeah when you're on when you go from a, a full black room to a room full of Gary's mm. and you're saying obviously like you're you're being you want to be a hundred percent yourself all yeah. the time. Yeah. Does the content change when No. No. No, it's not. And and I think that's what's made me get to this point where I'm like, I'm gonna be me everywhere. Because it's like when I used to feel like I needed to change, you get on there and you start doing the the work voice starts to come out. Yeah. You start thinking, oh this is gonna help these men understand. It doesn't. Because authentic energy shines through it all. And I never used to buy into it until like one time I was pissed off because I didn't, I was doing two gigs in one night. The first one, I was shit, bro. I don't know what happened that night. I just was out of rhythm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I was trying some new stuff, but then I went back to proving stuff and the proving stuff, I was fucking up. Right. So the joke weren't even coming out straight. Uh. So I got to the second gig and I was pissed off. It was like a mainstream room, white crowd. And I just came out there and I just said, you know what, fuck it, let's go. And it was comedy store actually. And I said, you know what, let's do it. And I just was myself. Right. And it 
it just slapped. Well, the one in Leicester Square? Yeah. That venue's dope still. And I was like, you could tell I didn't care because I'm wearing a tracksuit on stage. Right. Like, at this point, I'm not even... What, a Ralph Lauren Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, <laughs> I didn't care, fam. But it's like, that response let me know, okay, you know what? The genuine thing works, like, regardless of where you come from. Yeah. So now I'm like, I just doubled down. Where things get nuts is when you have conversations about race and you start talking about politics. And then a the man's like, fully a Tory guy, he's heavy on it, and he's trying to heckle back. And now it's like, you come back with a, with a funny heckle, but he's now just having a convo with you. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, let's have an organic moment then. And we just talk. I've had bare of those moments. And it's like, I now know I'm never leaning out. I'm leaning into all those dialogues. Because I think it's just, yeah, you know I mean, we come away from it better. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that though. Because yeah, it's, it's a great place to be like, but it must've been also challenging, like just to, or, or in my mind, it must've been challenging in how it may be received. Because it's a brand new energy. Yeah, yeah. It's, do you know what? It's, it's one of those things where you just got to say fuck it and just go. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to create a persona that I have to live by because that persona blows. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I, like, I feel like your mental health as an entertainer is important. You got to keep that at the forefront. Like, there's pressure to maintain energy that's not real. Yeah, because they say as a comedian, like... Um some of them are the most depressed because like they spend the most of their time trying to make people laugh. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? That, I think the depression thing got a little bit out of hand when Robin Williams passed yeah, away. Yeah, I see that all that. I know yeah. that, that, that's where that reference comes from. People yeah. don't realise it, but as soon as my man passed away, yeah. everybody, and I, there might be truth I, to it, but I, I did, a lot I of did people... Hear that. I, did, I did hear those quotes prior to him passing. Yeah. Like. It's definitely a thing, but it's not like the thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I had bare people hitting me up when Robin Williams passed away. Bro, How you doing, fam? Yeah, how's it feel, bro? Like, I know the pressure. And I was like, all right, that's his experience. And yeah, there's some dark moments, but we all have dark moments. Like, we're in the same yeah. world. But yeah, I think it might have been a little bit out of hand after Robin Williams passed away. So what's the... I think, obviously, after you came in 2018, mm. I think the next time I saw you, you were preparing for Edinburgh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yeah. And he did, like, someone like... He was working for material... Yeah. Was it in Wimbledon? Was that one theatre? Yeah, yeah, you came to that one, it? Yeah, yeah, I came to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's the... What was obviously what was that experience like when you went to Edinburgh? And what's, like, the comedic grind for you to get to this point where, like, you're working consistently? You know what? Edinburgh was a great experience as a comic. Like, performing every single day for the month. Like, you literally do wow. an hour show every day. And it's not like it's in the evening. My slot was 2.30 in okay. the afternoon. So you go out, you flyer yourself. You, or so you, you go to your own street team stuff? Yeah, bro. That's crazy. You stop people in the street. Why should I come to your show? you got to tell man a joke or, or do something to win him over in that moment. So it's like, it's a proper grind. And then you go and do your show and it's like, you don't know who's going to be there. Yeah. I had a, a full room one time and it spun me because I'm like, all right, full room, it's going to be an easy gig. Get out there. And the laughter weren't really, you know what I mean? It weren't really, really laughing. Yeah, I was like, what is this? And they're just like, I started speaking. I was like, you know what? Let's forget the plan right now. What's going on? You're right. They're all from Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> The rhythm, yeah, you know I mean, their English weren't strong like that. Right. So now I'm in this moment where I'm like, I got to make this work for you guys who don't speak English as a first language. You got to start making Latin jokes and that. <laughs> <Get it cracking. laughs> and it's like, that's one of my proudest moments because I turned it around. And we You have to be multi-dimensional, like, yeah. in in turning things around like that because yeah. that could just also throw you off. Okay, how do I humor people, people from Sweden? There's a language barrier, bro. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, what can you I, do here? Like, how am I supposed to... How can I turn this shit but, around? What it is, they understand English. But yeah. when you've got London references, South London references, they're so Accent, normal to you. and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, like, they're losing certain things. Mm. So, for me, that was a real eye-opener. 
and like I just realized how big the world is. And that's you reading the room as well. Yeah, that's right. And your ego didn't carry you because like that could be like. In fact, I only tried to power through all the material. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, not like this one. I got four more. <laughs> <laughs> what? No plan B, nah. <laughs> yeah, I just keep going. <laughs> but the baddest thing is about it is that like this. It's not like a comedy show setup where there's a host and there's a vibe and okay. the, you come out to a cold room, fam. Oh, so no one's even there trying to warn up nothing. Nobody, bro. You start no foreplay, nothing. Just nothing. straight into it. Dick, bang. Wow. <laughs> okay. But it's it's like you come in and it's like raw. Let's go. And it that built a res, like a resolve in me that like I don't know how I would have developed that just on a normal scene. Yeah, would you call that maturity in in a comedian? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Just for the experience of gigging every single day, yeah, it definitely left a, a proper mark. Now the other side of being at Edinburgh, which I thought was a bit nuts and kind of left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth, is how expensive it was. So this is like eight to ten k. Fortunately for me, I got my show sponsored right, right. by Black on Business Reggie Cole. I got a shout out every time. And I'm thankful for that. But when I came back and I really enjoyed the experience, I couldn't really just tell the man, yeah, go up to Edinburgh, bro. It's, it's going to be sick. And that's when I felt the divide of the privilege difference. Yeah. So there's so there's tears in this comedy thing when like, if you can not buy you in, but if you've got that backing, whether you're like responsible, yeah. you're willing to spend that bread. Yeah. You can, then you might end up on Mock the Week or... That's what I'm saying. You know. That's the thing. So the, on that side of things, and, and that's an ongoing conversation about like being able to get up there like I feel like TV networks should literally hold some money aside that people have to compete for, enter a comedy competition or something. You win it, you win the funding, and you go to Edinburgh. Your thing's paid for because there's people from certain backgrounds ain't gonna be able to pen, like hit 10k. No, yeah, and there's certain men that's rubbish, and they got 10k coming every summer. No, that yeah, man. there's a sense of privilege. Man, man they have four summers in a row, no show. Fam. Yeah, but then, then we've obviously because like sorry to cut you. I mean like no. I remember when we had Mo on here previously, and he's spoken about going to Edinburgh. Mm. With the rise of social media, yeah, is that traditional, like you know, like almost like the blue ribbon thing in, com- in comedy? Is that route still the one to go down when like you can put get your phone out and do content? Yeah, cracking. Yeah, do you know what it is? It's like when I look at guys like Mo, I'm like, nah, I'm a salute to you, brother. Do you know what I mean? It's like I've. I, he was at my first gig like it's one of the ones where it's like this thing goes back far yeah so it's like to watch man where he is now it's just like pff, it's nuts soaring yeah it's incredible but like for me I think the decisions I've made it's like I, I've seen a lot of men jump on social media and, and really get dope at it and they never really that weren't that weren't them in the beginning yeah them I give credit do you know what I mean I think for me I've just I've always put on a solo show I've always put even if it was in a small little bar like standing on stage for an hour I was like this is a craft that I know is gonna keep paying me for the rest of the way. If I can deliver content like this and keep this thing going, because this is what the greats do. Yeah. So it's like, for me, I still have an old school view of why I started this thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It weren't sketch, it wasn't even so much sketch shows that were on TV that got me in the game. Is when I watch a stand-up special and it's an hour and I'm like, oh my days, I love this guy. I want to be hour him. just went by quick. Yeah. For me, th- there isn't much that stands next to that. Yeah. And that's not to diminish what other men do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because some of the men are doing the hours as well. But for me, I hold the hour in such a way, I'm like, okay, I want to be able to do a legendary special. I was looking more on from an aspect of like, kind of leaning into what you're saying about the cost. Yeah. If it's like, you said, okay, cool, it's so expensive, eight to 10K, maybe um, TV companies should like do the competition thing. Yeah. And if that's not an option, maybe man should use their phone. Not not in the same format that maybe a Mo's done. Yeah. Just posting your work. Oh, 100%. Because like, what's yeah, yeah, my yeah. man... Um, Uncle Ed, Edwin Jr. Mm. He's someone that I've seen has done the kind of sketch stuff, Vine, Keek, Snapchat-y stuff online, but it's now actually going on stage trying yeah. to actually do I, the traditional stuff and 
work and I don't know what the reception has been like but I've seen man actively Bro, he's doing working. shows I've seen him at some clubs like not maybe a year or two ago but like seeing him at the clubs and he's putting in the work and for me I just I take my hat off and salute do you know what I mean it's like because he's not he's not necessarily trying to you know go with the online like um, following and then go, his name Edwin Jr it's, yeah. not, it's not Uncle Ed on stage it's Edwin Jr but the, what, what I like I respect that he's doing as a like a purist comic is that he's not trying to take the following and be like yeah let's go Indigo 2 for my first show <laughs> he's like hitting the boring comedy clubs and really working so when I saw that I was like bro salute to you bro I hope it goes with the best oh, like it goes amazing yeah nice. Cause you got some big news Um, November yeah you bro one man show November 12th Bloomsbury Theatre okay. okay yeah man this is the it's the biggest show of my career do you know what I mean I said it humbly but it's like I'm very excited yeah very excited last time I performed at Bloomsbury Theatre was years ago yeah all of us on the lineup. It was the about to blow show. About so you had blow. Mo, Dane Baptiste, Ori Styler, Axel, Baba Tunde, uh, Mikey Carpenter. So all of us, man, that you see like on TV now. And yeah. Dream, I remember that night, and I said to my manager at the time, I said, "Next time I come back here, I'm coming back by myself." I love that. That's sick, man. You know what I mean? And it's like it's one of those moments where I'm like, "This is a bucket. It's, it's on my bucket list to do this venue." So yeah. for me, like so many things have happened in this year but also I've been in like therapy since like January sick and what that's done for me personality wise and as a stand up like my voice has changed like my commitment to being transparent in that way it's changed my energy do you know what I mean and it's nuts like when my boy KG who I pod with every single week is like bro shout out KG undefeated podcast yeah and he's like bro it's different now it's very different energy coming from you so for me now I'm in an unfiltered space where I'm like fuck it let's go on stage, me and that mic, raw honesty. If you've seen me before, you haven't seen me like this, November 12th. Are tickets still available? Tickets are still available. Right, man. yeah, I'm going to try and pick some up. Yeah, come free, man. Just put two aside for the off the cuff. We'll be <laughs> listen, Trav knows, I support, like when he, um, yeah. you, you got me down to do the, do the stuff when you're preparing for Edinburgh. Yeah. Even when you did, it was a smaller room. I can't remember, I don't know if it was North Is London. New Wimbledon Theatre. Oh, Bill Murray, you're talking about? Yeah, the Bill, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I come in there with Mrs. Matching leather jackets. Imagine, Trav, I remember Trav, that. Trav didn't, Trav didn't remember it was, didn't clock it was me at first. Minute. Right. So he said something cheeky, but I was like, oh. Trav don't know it's me. Like, what did you say? What did you no, say? No, it was more like, right, I see you lot in the jackets. Yeah. <laughs> in the biker jackets. Because I was, yeah, I was wearing, you know, Sons of Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> I had a jacket on. I've gone to Lincoln. She got the jacket on. I was like, ah, oh, we're going to like. You're, you're we're, pull, pull up in a hard Harley. Like, like that couple no. wearing leather jackets, mm. isn't it? And we were late. So we had to, and the only two seats were right at the front. Right There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. I know as a rule. You never sit in the front of comedy shows. Yeah. Because... But you it, wear your leather jackets, man. It's, no, it's nice. It's, it's cute. No, the comedian can be going for a dry spot. Yeah. And now they want to do crowd work. Yeah. Don't, oh, don't yeah, use me yeah, for jokes. Yeah. I, I pay my money and now you're You become me. material now. Listen, I'll tell you now, you see me at a show and I'm just like, Ross, what do you do, big man? Oh, I understand. I've forgotten where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real nigger. Nigger. <laughs> that was a good show. There's a mix of like... I don't, Obviously, I think you did... Was it two in one day? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, I think the, the, one, the slot I come to, there was a mix of ages and Travis got this really like it gets sad for a second, but it's oh, yeah, it's, yeah, the, it's yeah. a bit a bit about like a, a RP, granddad, oh, yeah, yeah. granddad in it, right? Yeah. Um, what's the funny thing your granddad used to say? Um, you can say, "Well, the position is this." <laughs> uh, that is the coldest <laughs> line ever. Well, the position is this. <laughs> when a man wants to set up something, <laughs> I'm about to say something serious. Everybody yeah. fall in line. I'm calling rank. I'm OG. You look all eating this. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's that, when you know when it's a serious chat. Trust can't me, even, yeah. like you can't even go nowhere. Yeah, don't even try and interrupt. Hmm. Wait, my granddad was a character, bro. It's nuts, like, even you just said it now, it just, you know when it's like, you've grieved over someone. Yeah. yeah. But just to hearing it, 
all comes back. Mm. It's nuts. A I rush of emotion. Like, yeah, it's, mm. it's mad how like how it goes. But it's like I remember my granddad, which was nuts. I was I don't want to bring the tone down, but like when he was passing away, I remember just not being able to really understand how he was dealing with this because he was cool with it, bro. Right. Telling the family, yo, this is what's gonna happen after I'm gone. Like so matter of fact, he was calling his death the big switch. Did the did granddad have a sense of humor? Bro, he was so funny. Yeah, I think, hear I it. I can't wait to go away from you, lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that's where the funny bone comes from in the family. That's dope. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, He's yeah, the root. Yeah. I mean, because that bit was cold. Because like we're talking about like manhood and crying and stuff. Yeah, mm. and Trav didn't cry straight away. Mm. But he cried later. Right. And when that cry hits you, bro. Oh yeah, man. Because it's spiritual. You're reliving a series of moments. It's not even mm. just like the, the one moment. This is like yeah, 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 and it's like from as early as you can remember up until the last moment of of someone's life, and it's like mm. you've watched that, bro. You, you've you've experienced that. You're you know you've been passed in it. Passed away last year. I got the call. My sister was like, she just basically like said it to me very matter of fact over the phone. Like, yeah, big mummy's passed away. Mum can't stop crying. You need to come to the house, isn't it? So I'm sat at my dining table. I just told my missus, uh, my mum's sister passed away, I need to go. And I've just gone. Mm. Trip was atrocious. Like, I, didn't, I didn't even know what I had on in that. Mm. As I'm walking there, I'm just, it's like, I'm just in pieces. I phone Sosa. I don't even know what I said to him over the phone, but it wasn't audible, but I just had to speak to, like I was in, but I was walking for ages. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have taken a yeah, cab. Yeah. Like, my head was, I don't know why I walked, walked to my mum's, but mm. I just walked in it. And, but I think, like think about it now I think maybe I walked because I know I needed to get there and her not meet me like that or me meet her like that yeah and it might just be a man thing you feel like you got to be strong because maybe I should have gone there and cried out with my mum innit mm-hmm. but when I walk in because um, for me that was like our matriarch of the family mm. she lived with us for a bit when she moved to London yeah, yeah. and she's not she was one of those untraditional Afsal Nigerians where she didn't care to stay in the UK. Mm. It was very much a money grab, get your peas and cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got kicked out of my house, she was a person I lived with for a little bit and that. Right. We had a good relationship. The first time I went to Nigeria, it was her house that was our base where we left our luggage, our passports. Mm. And she had me in like high regard. Like she loved us in it. So, um, yeah. So when I got there, my mum was in pieces. But I think, yeah, like that. The emotional thing, you don't know. When it hits you, it hits you. Yeah. Attachment, you think, you think bro. You, know how, like, you think you know how you're going to like play it. When it hits you, bro, it's like you if I had the, the the bogey, everything oh, was a madness, bro. There's 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 um that love that comes with real attachment mm-hmm. to, yeah, yeah. to to someone, like and not just in a physical sense, because yeah. once they're gone and it finally hits you that you're not gonna see them again, mm-hmm. it's gonna fuck with you. Mm. Yeah, and it it just creeps up on your random times. Yeah, like my uncle passed away um last year. And he lived in Spain. But because he's passed away, it still feels like he's in Spain. And the reality hits me like he's actually not in Spain. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh shit, I can't just phone him. No, you forget, bro. Yeah, you, you forget. Yeah, you, I mean. forget you forget. <laughs> yeah. You forget. Well, boy, RIP to all your loved ones, man. Yeah, man. Even to you those know. listening. For real. You know, you know yeah, not to sound the mood in that, but it's important to have that conversation. And that's why I really enjoyed that joke because there was funnies in there but it was real mm. and I don't think sometimes I get a lot of that from UK comedy mm. where it's like bro there's like the snaps online and that like the roadman content or put on the woman's wig content all that stuff but it's like when it comes to comedy I want you to tell me a story and like mm. Trav took us on a journey in that small and all of us in that room was all engaged like fully in it so 
Mm. Oh, any, anytime I see that content, I like big up to you because like I, I can't, I can't, know, I don't know what it's like. Would have been like writing that, let alone performing that. Yeah, there's <laughs> so there's one like performance where I did where I was like, I nearly the tears nearly came while I was mm. on stage, and that's a mad. I've, like I've cried on stage before. Right, and it's like what it like catch from soft guard, bro. From like happy tears or yeah, oh, so basically I was talking about my daughter and like the material was basically talking about like her having a stepdad now. Okay, and it was one line in the joke and it's, it was a lively material, and it was basically something I said like, um, uh, even though I'm not you know in your life as much anymore, you are my life, and it's you know there was a punch off, but it's like suit just saying that. It hit me and I was just like, I literally stopped talking. And it, it might have looked like a comedy pause. Uh, but okay. I was like, You're trying to gather oh, your bearings. Shit, I'm gone. And you know, you feel that ball coming from your throat. Mm-hmm. I was like, No, nah, not on stage, cuz. So the toxic masculinity came up and kind of cut the tears uh, in half. He's like, Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the audience knew what time it was. Man, that's cold, man. Oh, yeah. Making jokes about that situation is nuts as well. This is the, this is it. I'm honest when I'm on stage. I can be more honest on stage than I can step be. That team, what I can do is he's because he's a pop So he's a dad. That's why that's why he's he's, oh, all, he's all anime. What that's, was that like when it's like <laughs> there's another dad do you know around basically someone that she's gonna ha- be around someone that's gonna be around her on a regular basis now. Yeah, do you know what's madness? It's like it's a lot of insecurity because you start thinking I'm gonna be replaced in your eyes. Yeah, I'm not gonna be number one to you. Yeah, that's scary. It's sort of like you're you're under threat. Bro, that scared the crap out of me. And it's like, I don't have the hours that he has. So then it's like... Waking just, up in the same house, all that stuff. Just time, in general. School run. Yeah, yeah. But, but what happens is like, I guess over time in my process and my relationship with my daughter, you start to really see that you actually can't be replaced as her dad. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And him, As long as you're getting it right. Him being in her world, you know, in that relationship setting, is good for her. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no malice there. Do you know what I mean? It was a lot of insecurity when I was writing that material and where I was at the time because it was like I'm really unsure with my my state and I feel like I'm competing a little mm. bit here. but it's like me and the guy have a good relationship do you know what I mean I see him there's no man there you'll be maxing no out on, on, on the weekends and like take her everywhere oh, Four yeah. Park Disney yeah. all, in one <laughs> all in one it's like we're going to Dubai this weekend baby oh, we, when I, when I have pizza for breakfast anything ice cream for lunch why not sending <laughs> her home with bad habits and that that's yeah. crazy but yeah. it's like that's kind of just with me like like I was saying like I can be more vulnerable well there was a time I could be more vulnerable on stage right. to a person that I care mm. about so I would actually say to someone come see my show this Saturday that would be my way of saying I want to tell you something that's cold yeah yeah that's dope but there's maturity in, <laughs> in all of that you know uh, now it sounds like you're in a really like yeah. good, like the fact you're saying you've like started doing therapy mm. it makes sense I was going to ask you like, oh, how do you get to this place of being super free but it sounds by the sounds of it it's yeah. like I said it's COVID made a lot yeah. of us sit down and think yeah. if you're in therapy and also looking like you know what if I'm going to kind of you know like go out on your sword like you know what Yeah. let me be my unfiltered self at least then I know that it wasn't anything to do with me not trying and be my true self. Absolutely. If they didn't, if they didn't gravitate towards it, maybe it just wasn't for me. Facts. You know. And, so and where I'm at now, with my headspace, I'm like, got my family, love my family. We spend time or any time we can get. Yeah, you know I'm saying me and my babes, my kids. That's all I care about. So the rest of this thing here, I'm like, nah, we're gonna empty the clip every single time. Come on. Absolutely. Because so they're not gonna leap, switch side. We've had this goes. Oh no 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 no. no. <laughs> so I'm good. Mm. Everyone's in formation over there. Everyone yeah, knows, yeah, everyone knows is, the time it is. Yeah, yeah. People that stand behind me, they will be behind me. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that's that's just yeah, that's the energy I'm on. So November the November twelfth, November the twelfth, Bloomsbury Theatre. Yeah. Why should people buy tickets and come out and see you? Buy tickets because 
I'm about to give you a part of me that I treasure, I hold dearly. This is important to me. And the filter is coming off. Do you know what I mean? I feel like now we're at a place in society where the masks are coming off. Okay. Men are having real conversations now. The energy is different. And I just want to take that to the stage. So Squid Game vibes, you know who's behind that mask and that? Straight. Straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm free, man. No, I'm super happy for you. We're definitely going to be in the building as well. So yeah. All the RNA community, all the cufflinks, please buy some tickets. Come down and see Travis. I was going to say, should we do a little giveaway in that? But we're spending money. So. <laughs> no, can no we can't do. Away. Yeah, we can do, man. Like that, that was the, a test. Still, <laughs> nah, man. Our listeners deserve it. Man. Yeah, a little, little side giveaway. Um, which would be cool. We can, we, we can definitely pattern out. But speaking about, you know, um, the masks are coming off. You know, being unfiltered. We got to talk about it. Dave Chappelle, the closer, mm. the final instalment on his um Netflix, Netflix deal. deal. Um, thoughts. Don't, don't go to the comedian straight away. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> I'll let you guys take this because I've only seen half of it. Cheers, mate. <laughs> I ain't finished it. Yeah, it was. What if Travis didn't make it today? What if he was held up and he just made it? Hey, man, like... <laughs> would he, he would have made it work? Points. Yeah, man, there's points. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah, like, I like Travis, so I could turn things around. You get me? Ah, uh, cool. I hear you, you know? still. Um, I'll start off. An hour, just over an hour? Yeah. Just over an hour. It flew by. It definitely didn't feel like an hour. Yeah. Um... One observation, Dave clearly likes McQueen's. That's his sh- go-to shoe of choice. Orthopedic <laughs> drip, innit? Yeah, he definitely likes McQueen's. Orthopedic drip. Orthopedic Stan Smith's. Mm. <laughs> Fam. Yeah. And it makes Donnie's taller, innit? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, Dave, different small observations, you know. I like the rebranding with the whole C thing and that and the chains and that. Cool. Mm. Um, one thing I'm... It's weird. It's like, Dave, for me, I don't know about like, everyone else in the room, is definitely one of the goats, if not the goat for me. I have like a personal favorite, which obviously Bernie Mac. That's just for like my personals, but the goat goat is, is obviously Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of this material in the last stand up or two, innit? With regards to the LGBTQ community, innit? Okay. We get to the end of the, the special. I understand why my man went with this, innit? Because his friend passed away, she committed suicide, and it felt like he took it very hard, very personal, mm. because it's someone that supported him off in terms of someone from that community a trans person got a lot of backlash passed away and this is kind of his response to that community but I don't I felt like a little bit of times he's turning into that old man in the barbershop which I don't want my man you know like I have you have you in a certain place which you probably you can never rub out like because of yeah. who you are but I don't want people to start looking at you as that guy that is kind of just talking at us mm. and not to us it's not a conversation you know that, yeah. that was the only thing where I was just like but in terms of comedic value yeah, bro the space juice joke. I'm sorry, I found it funny, man. Because it showed that you're, you're gonna you're gonna have conversation about everybody. Mm. Mm. I hear you. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to justify what you found funny. No, in this day and age, you do. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a comedic license. Them men are cool. I'm just a, I'm just a humble podcaster. <laughs> well, like you could even say that comedians are under threat with their comedic license. They are because of what they can and cannot say like I've seen comedians putting out disclaimers that like yo like I'm a comedian you know if you're offended you shouldn't be here mm. that ki- on, on that kind of energy so I don't know what it's like for you um, to me it's, it's, it's funny because a lot of people have cancel culture so confused mm. like a lot of people will forget that in order to cancel someone you actually have to be supporting them in the first you've place you've got to be subscribed bro yeah. if you don't pay towards anything that happens how the hell do you cancel this person? 
It's true. Do you know what I mean? So when it's like there's this mad backlash in like a social media, for example, and it's just like, oh, get this guy the hell out of here. You start looking at it's like, all right, you're not that powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think what he's doing here, like you go back to the last Dave Chappelle special. How, how does he start it? He comes out and he starts basically saying, you the guys I don't like. He's go straight at council. He goes straight at council culture. Mm. So the fact that council culture killed a friend of his is now you're starting to see Dave come with a tone that's like, it's it's almost like it's not stand up anymore, right? And it's like, um, it's like it's just beef. Like I'm just on smoke for you, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like that's the energy that that Dave is on right now. And the thing about Dave is that he is a free entertainer. He at you nothing has him over a barrel. Do you know what I mean? You can see certain people have certain political connects where it's like if that phone rings and they say this, this energy has to switch. Dave, nobody had, can be that for Dave. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? From when you're sticking on Comedy Central for the fact they had you on a bad contract all those years ago, bruv, like he's in a very different space. So he is flapping his wings in a very different way because it's like, one, I'm the only one that can do this. So it's almost like he's taking responsibility by saying I'm the only one that should do this. So I'll do this until the until the needle moves. I feel that's like a dangerous place to be in because it's like it's very making your point and then going past that. And I feel very dangerous. For some people, they'll feel like he did that in this one, going past the point. Yeah. Other people, they might feel like this possibly could be the start. And if the good thing is, he's, he's saying if he's true, that is this is last from for a while, and he's never speaking about this community again, and we can just get back to the funnies. Well, he's I'm enough. all for that. I'm all, I'm all for that. Because that's why I don't want that to rub him out. And it is also really hard when like, and I f- it's obviously this conversation is funny because it's like, who we had last week in this in our in this room, yeah. obviously, and then now the conversation we're having. I don't want to I don't want to sit with people from that community, but then also be over here, and I can't ignore those loud cries. Yeah, because it's not everybody that's reaching and people that are just are oh, trying to tear him down. Some people feel like they've got justified reasons to be upset. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, can't, I don't feel like you can just no, that's no we take can't diminish that. No, we can't diminish that. That's one hundred percent real, and I think it's one of those things where it's like, is he's speaking on a community that's not his lived experience. And people live in that experience, you know, will get triggered by certain things. I think what he's trying to encourage with his take on how he approaches stand-up, just my guesstimation, is that he's very much like, take your feelings out of it and listen to the facts I'm making. Listen to the facts and the points I'm making. Because he's very fact-based with how he talks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's hard to hear certain things when it's so close to the bone. Right. If a white guy stood up in this room right now and started telling us about blackness, and he was 85% on the money. But that 15%, oh, bruv, we're not having that. I'll laugh oh, and I'll fish you up after. Yeah, it's what I'm, it's what I'm saying. It's like, you'd be like, <laughs> no, nah, you you can't tell me that and yeah, be yeah. wrong. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, I feel like... But what's mad about it is that the underlying thing you said is the overwhelming majority of that content, my man's spot on though. That's what I'm but saying. it's just that you can't convey the message. And that's where I think the issue is, is like, maybe my man is right, but you can't be the one to say it. Thing is, some of the, if you look at the, some of the points he's making, it's like it's just one of those points that people are scared to make. Do you know what I mean? So when he starts like the the baby, for example, I thought that was a bit wider the mark though, because the baby nuance of the, the nuance the is good, situation. but like they you went straight in with that. Okay, okay this, yeah. this this is my issue. With it. So like Dave is very good with how he, he words stuff in it, but I think where he slipped out, I think people didn't clock is he literally says a lot of the LGBTQ community don't know the baby's history. So you've already fucked up the, the punchline because they don't know this guy's history. They don't know what he's about. Number two, him killing a person wasn't a cold-blooded murder. He was in Walmart with his daughter. Donnie tried to attack him and his self-defense. In America, that is, they give you a gold medal for that. Like They, that's, shot, they sell guns bruv, in Walmart. You, bruv, you might become the you mayor of, the, of, of mm-hmm. that town. Like 
he did. If anyone's going to be able to appeal to the whites of that, like the you know the, the Confederate boys the and that, stand, stand your ground stuff. Mm. They love all that. Mm. That was that's that's a beautiful American story. That's how they move out of there. So using that for example of oh, um, we welcome people that kill people, but then also it's not really at the LGBT community. It's more at the hip hop black community. We love people that live their raps. The baby really killed someone. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's I think for me he was wider the mark a little bit with that one. This is why I was saying the nuance wasn't there. When you give it the cold facts, and I say he deals with facts. Yeah. So saying it like that, it's, you, you go, ah, oh, raw. So you can yeah. kill a black person and da da da. But like I said, the yeah, I see where he was trying missed. to take it. Yeah, the nuance. But for someone like me, I'm just like, also because of how but how also, high I hold you. Yeah. You shouldn't make that mistake, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. Find a better example, because that's a Twitter argument. Like, oh look, the baby, you know. Be, you can you can say whatever you want about blacks, but you can't talk any say anything about gays and that as if they're on black gay people. That's already like I, I'd use another example really for me. Like you can use okay. a better one. I think it would have hit home more. Fair enough. In I my opinion, you. I understood fair that's what you're trying no, to go no, for because no. it was it's like it's a you can be you, you can be a murderer. Mm. That's a matter of fact. Whereas you said something that people didn't like and people are really like trying to rub you out that's and that. Career. But then when I start nitpicking it and just like mm, it doesn't hit for me but I do I do understand the answer but I get it yeah yeah. but yeah. that might just me being overly analytical and nitpicking yeah and I mean like to that audience in particular I wouldn't imagine them knowing it looked like it worked the in the babies. room that's the thing do you that's know what I'm saying thing. so yeah. like I found he, he, he probably he yeah so he probably <laughs> spoke to that audience with the knowledge knowing that they're not going to know that mm. and it's more like a punchline oh my gosh he's killed someone he's a rapper yeah you know, they're just going to yeah. believe in that story and it it sort of like aided him in in his... It worked in the bit, it worked. It worked in the bit. Yeah, it did work. Yeah. Did work. So, no, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, thing is for me, it's like, it's one of the ones where it's like, Dave has done so much like through my comedy eyes to look at Dave Chappelle. Like, I supported him on tour. Like, right. Of, do you know what I mean? Working with him and seeing him up close after all these years of him being the GOAT, being the guy we watched the Chappelle show, it's like, he's... Goat status is cemented for me, mm. but he's also the freedom now. We're watching a free Dave, like this, this, this second chapter of Dave Sh- Dave Chappelle's career from like Netflix special upwards. We're looking at the, f- the what freedom looks like. As a Do you think that this is him? Like while he knows that there's a huge bag, he can just have that license to do it whilst he's earning so, so much. Thing is, he does have the license to do it. But only he does right now. Mm. Like you're not gonna find many comics that will try to do the things that Dave does. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like you know, as I just watch and I'm just like, Rob, boy. Yeah, being very <laughs> casual. I think, you someone know, he's, of his it because of the whole turn down to fifty million dollars. Yeah, that's why. And people, then you you've proven yourself, so you don't need to. It's like oh, we trust you now, isn't it? Mm. Like you're the guy that's not gonna just bow to the the man, the white man that's gonna give you the dead contract and that. You've shown that you actually don't care about the money. So even, though, even though he's being paid very well and then he shitload of money, to a lot of people, it doesn't actually look like it's about the money. Because yeah. what it is as well is, the people that possibly are maybe homophobic, transphobic, whatever, they will like this type of content. It's like, yeah, Dave, you're sticking it, you're giving it to them. Even though Dave might not be as far right or left as they are, yeah, right. he might just have a bit of critique about how we're interacting with each other, but they now have a voice through him. And then you've got the people that is- just kind of anti-cancel culture in general, and then people like myself who, my default is the funnies. If it's funny, I'm going for it. Mm. Or it you could know? be a super calculated rollout for whatever he's doing. Even like the great timing of his return. It was a rollout to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he, he knows what he's doing. The thing is, it's like Dave is a hardcore stand-up. 
purist like to the full definition of it like he was gig he was performing stand up in all those years when he was absent yeah he would yeah. just pop up somewhere yeah he would just be somewhere yeah. right now tonight he's performing in London that's someone so the special just dropped he's, he's working back working again. yeah that's that's someone that's as big as you are it's he like you're still bag. you're still passionate but now will be the time to work bro strike whilst the iron's hot bro like stay around bro, bro. for Dave the iron is always hot it never goes when Dave Chappelle announces a special mm. we're watching of course yeah of course that's he just and has it's what, that it's about like five or six in the space of what, three years that's what I'm saying even it's a little a lot small of YouTube thing that he was doing yeah. where he's just like in a random place like you know sitting there obviously he's Early always lighting COVID, up a cigarette he? yeah 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 he didn't light up a cigarette about the George Floyd yeah yeah, 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 yeah. In this special, did he? No, no did cigarette. I no. didn't see a no, no, no cigarette. This one, mm. just McQueen's and chains. Yeah, <laughs> been chilling with the rappers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the whole um, punching down? Because I think that was the big, that was a big talking yeah, point so towards the end. So when he gets into the whole segment about Daphne Dorman, mm. his, his his friend um, that passed away, the trans comedian, um, and is that term about like why there's been such backlash from that community is because you're punching down on someone who is already marginalised. What do you feel about that type of content and that conversation around punching down? Um, it's an interesting one because in, in obviously comedy, the rules are it's like don't punch down. But, you know, because you, you punch up. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You punch up at the, at the establishment. You punch up at different things. The minute you punch down, it's like, uh, that's in bad taste. Easy targets, so, basically. Yeah, exactly. White guy on stage talking about minorities, mm. like all the stereotypes. That's would just be crazy for him to do. Like, yeah. he won't hit. So what's happening with Dave and in this conversation here, they're jostling for who's higher and who's lower. Do you see what I mean? So when he's talking about certain things and then it goes back to, okay, but you still can switch on white privilege at any moment Yeah. in all of this. So there's that argument. And obviously in that conversation, black trans people, black gay people now like, oh, so further now the back of the queue, yeah. conversation. But he's highlighting that they're the back of the queue. Like when he's talking about Jesse, Jesse Smoulier, his Juicy Smoulier, the French painter. <laughs> in it. <laughs> but he's talking about his two dancers. Yeah. So it's like... Or the two Nigerian brothers. Yeah. Everyone forgets about them. Yeah. So it's like, you what can see the points that? he's trying to No one to cares, make. bro. Who happened to him? Bro, no one gives a shit. And I said at the time, I remember having a conversation with someone has online. He ever, has he been casted for it anything It doesn't matter, bro. He's got, bro, someone like, um, is it, was it Lee, what's the, what's my man Empire? Lee Daniels. Is it Lee Daniels? Or Lee, yeah, Lee Daniels. Yeah. 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 Brother, like I was having a conversation with like, oh, what um privilege or leverage does um a gay person have in, in America or in society? Like they send your average gay person, it's someone that's got access, money, is wealthier than your average person and it's got people that from his community that are in power as well when this mm. whole thing happened. Like we'll never really know the full truth, but my man when my man said he was the goo pack, you showed that nigga was lying, bro. <laughs> my time the gay two pack. A rollout, bro. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. Bro, he was trying to get the victim Infinity Stone, bro. Right. And then, and then, and then us over here as straight. Just didn't add up. We we got flogged in that for not supporting. We, oh, right. we knew this nigga was lying, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dave said it as well. Yeah, the reason yeah. I didn't say anything is because the the story was too sexy, bro. Mm. <laughs> Come on, bro. Allow me, man. Goopak. <laughs> didn't work in his favor at all. Yeah. Now the um. So the, I got. The, I think I got the quote. So. Daphne Dorman, the trans comedian that Dave, Dave oh, references. Yeah, yeah. So she says, punching down requires you to consider yourself superior to another group. Dave Chappelle doesn't consider himself better than me in any way. He isn't punching up or punching down. He's punching lines. That's his job and he's a master of his craft. You know, and that's when she obviously started getting a lot of backlash and, you know, you, you know, in like... Where they were like, oh, you're not the spokesperson of this shit. Yeah, no, she, apparently she got cyberbullied for 
that whole day or two and then mm. she commits suicide six days later. Wow. I think it is dangerous though because we don't, that's the thing about suicide, you don't know. Someone like that, it, it's not far-fetched that they've had probably loads of demons yeah. trying to be who they are. So that could have just been the cause. It could just be that simple. That person just commits suicide because of struggling with identity issues. Yeah. It could have been the dog pile of social media. Apparently, I think she'd lost custody of her child not too long before that. Right. There might have been yeah. loads of other things. The work of struggles of being a creative, who knows, isn't it? But so it's it kind of gets positioned. Of... It gets positioned in the special a little bit mm. as possibly why. Yeah, and I think for some people they took it as Dave was using. You know, white people go, oh, "My black friend," when they're being ra- when they being called out for being racist. Right. Mm. Some people felt like it was him leaning into that. Mm. No, I hear you. I hear you. And it's it's one of the things where it's like I I would never I don't want to be in a position where I'm telling people who live an experience and how they how to feel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I would not allow anyone to tell me how to feel about racism. Yeah. So it's like, I look at these things and I'm like, it's a complex topic. It's a complex situation. Dave's taking his stance. I'm not going to be out here looking at people who to oppose that and want to have a conversation or or have a dialogue with Dave and be like, nah, you're chatting rubbish. You've opened the conversation with this. Yeah. And I think that's the energy Dave is on where it's like, why can't we talk about this? Is it doing well on Netflix? Is it on charts? Dave yeah, always does well. does well, bro. Yeah. And it's all over. It's all over. Like, it's all over. Is Squid Game still on top though? Is it still number one? Oh, I don't, I'd have to, know. I don't know. I'd have to check the charts. I'm not sure, but mm. um, I wouldn't been surprised me if Dave's not too far behind, bro. Yeah, he's not, he always does well in it. So, and the conversation around it is it's not going to stop. Like mm-hmm. what I found funny though, there was a trans employee at Netflix that I think had tweeted out and tried to like storm a, a meeting, and the person got I don't know if they got suspended. They got so fired. They got fired, and then so it was just kind of ironic that all of his content <laughs> and then a trans employee got fired <laughs> off being upset about his stand-up special so it's not even funny it's very mad yeah no, it's, it's a beautiful iron it's hilarious bro because the headline just reads trans employee and Dave Chappelle is like you, you you sitting there thinking did Dave make the call yeah <laughs> get, get rid of that <laughs> bitch <laughs> do you think he ended the special well uh, what do you mean because I saw like some talk around like he could have probably ended it maybe five or eight minutes prior so you see the bit where he's talking about Daphne Dorman and finding out that Daphne had a child um, and then setting up the trust fund and in the conversation that he would have had with Daphne's child and saying, oh, um, what's the direct quote, man? Because like, I think it's so funny what Dave actually said. Some people might not like it. I think I saved it. Let me see. Um, young lady, I knew your father and he was a wonderful woman. Oh, I mean, that's just like when you just, you got a present, you, everything's done and you just put the ball on the top. Like you just want the last little. Because I feel like if he, dro- if he drops Mike there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I think is I'm, I mean, I never want to be in a position where I'm like, nah, Dave, you should have done this. Like as a comic, that's mad for me to be talking about what Dave Chappelle should be doing. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't feel like anything else was like he. That's the, that's a piece of art. That's how art is, bro. Because mm. it ended on punching down, didn't it? Don't punch down my people, innit? Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was that was still a good ending. Yeah, 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 still yeah. A good ending. Do you think this one will be remembered though? Um, I th- I feel like Sticks and Stones was my favorite. Right. Like is Sticks and Stones the one with the um, Iceberg Slim? Was that Equanimity? Equem, equem, Equanimity. I think that's what I, 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 lo- I love that small room. That was tremendous. I tell, that Iceberg Slim story is cold. Mm. Some of the coldest material, bro. I yeah. love Sticks and Stones, though. It's mad well. because like Dave proper moves the needle when he drops a special. Yeah. Like there's a, I think that was, I can't remember what the, the, one of the specials are called, but he's in a, he's on a stool for the whole thing in a comedy club. Right? I think Bird, Bird something. And he's in the comedy club and he's on the stool the whole way through. Bruv, after that special, Helen Man wanted to put stools on stage. <laughs> and you know he does that thing now where it's like he laughs, bang, and he hits the mic on his leg. Oh, yeah, I've seen Andrew Schultz loves that. Bro, Bear Man adopted that. Swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man laugh, bang. Yeah. I never like 
looked at like oh, as shit a comic, that I was, yeah, 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 like yeah. I know, like I, I wouldn't analyze. But it's like, okay, cool. I analyze like pods and stuff. So there's some stuff that like maybe the average listener might not might not jump out to them. Same yeah. with like community probably looking at like yeah, I can yeah. plot the pattern now, mm. innit? Because when yeah. someone that big does stuff, people are gonna, it's, bro. It's so hard not to pick up other people's traits, especially when someone's like your idol. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, I mean, like he's he's got himself to this position, and like, why wouldn't anyone want to be in it? If anyone, it has to be him. Mm. You mm. know, um, just his presence alone, I think it it speaks volumes. Yeah, and how people talk about him, other how other comics speak about him you know and the gap the gap for me has now got bigger as well between like him Chris Rock Kevin Hart oh. it's very oh. clear yeah because I enjoy, I enjoy Tambourine some people enjoy but I actually enjoy Tambourine from Chris Rock because mm. he's always been like and especially like he always but has Chris been Rock there was that super big rich gap. man there was that gap when between Chappelle went here so Chris Rock was kind of our go-to for like the social political takes isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. but Dave does it in a different way where it's like you can almost see the gap between them in terms of like the minds how they work and the breakdown Chris Rock will say what we want to like it worked, mm. but like there's just a different layer to Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I think my f- like, I think it's bigger and blacker than Chris Rock. Yeah, like going back, was that the one I saw on Comedy Central at the time? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Iconic special from Chris Rock. Like I think since then, you know, I'm, that one is still my number one from Chris Rock. Yeah, but where Dave Chappelle is now, no one's in that space. No one's that fearless. But I think also Dave Chappelle doesn't have the distractions that these guys have. No, he's they no movies, movies. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Dave is like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. Yeah, as soon Kevin, as I finish this, I'm doing this again. Yeah, Kevin Hart's last one was where... There's been... There's been there's but the Motherhood ones. one, what's the one where he's like, he loses the oh, film? The film. Oh, when the mum passes away. Yeah. Uh, I, where I his really wife passes away. Oh, not if I'm talking about what you're saying. Kevin Hart, I'm talking about his stand-up. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about I'm saying like for him, it's been a little bit Bro, he's, he's still gonna do numbers and like he's crazy. He owns a lot of his stuff. Like his the business side of his thing is crazy. Mm. Yeah, like, he's patent. You always gotta give him his, his credit and that. The Netflix one, but I was talking about the one just before that where he's in like the stage in the middle and he's in the yeah, house. Yeah, not in his house. That was one during oh, COVID. Okay. But yeah, the one yeah, just yeah. before that when he's on stage, the last one in like in in like a, an arena and stuff. That one for me didn't hit as much. Yeah, even like when he was, came here, like I, 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 I saw remember, a lot of people. I heard that people said they were playing laughter in the crowd and stuff. Like, oh shit, I don't, I don't know how true that is, but. <laughs> You, you you get like urban myths on on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, they're playing crowd wild. noise and stuff. Crowd. No, that, that don't make no sense. No, so. If anything, you'd add laughter in, in post. Mm, so for me, I think people are too harsh on Kevin Hart, fam. Like I enjoy Kevin Hart for what Kevin Hart is. Kevin Hart is gonna give you what he gives you. Do you know yeah. I mean? Like we can't. You can't look at him and be like. You can't watch a Chappelle show and be like, Yeah, Kevin Hart, you should do that. No. Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart, bro. And sometimes, like people will go him. into something <laughs> like vex. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the like, you don't like him, but you're watching it just to just to go and slate uh, him. Yeah, like so. Yeah, there's, there's that as well. There's, there's definitely you're never gonna go in it with an open mind. Like you're you've already trained your mind not to to, to laugh. That's a lot of people that with this Chappelle. I can guarantee you a lot of that conversation online mm. from people that community. I'm not mad at them. Is they've not watched the special. Yeah, just going by the talk. Yeah, they're going by the talk. They've not actually watched it. And now I'm not mad at them for not watching because you watched the others and felt offended. I wasn't surprised if you're not going yeah, to watch it. Yeah, lines like will be misquoted though, yeah. you know. But having a strong it. opinion about something you haven't watched is brazy. Yeah. I just find it mad how people critique comedy with such harsh, like, venom. Like, it's just... Funny subjective. If, if, if it yeah. makes you laugh, it makes you laugh. If it doesn't, no big deal. But people mm. be like, no, that was dead. Like, I'm so passionate <laughs> about it. I'm like, bro, you could have watched something else. Make me laugh. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? You said about, about being super harsh here. Yeah? So I, I was speaking about the, the last one where he was in an arena. 
the one where he did it from the house during COVID, was probably the most racy he's been as of recent. Mm. And I enjoyed it in spots, but it didn't get, it wasn't well received. So he kind of like maybe went away from himself where the joke about calling his daughter a hoe and stuff. That's the racist you're going to get from, like, from Kevin Hart. And he got bare backlash. Yeah, and after the, the whole um, clubhouse thing, yeah, yeah, anything yeah. he did after that was just yeah. Also, yeah, when your when your name isn't good in the streets, you can't do anything right at like your day job and stuff. Also, mm-hmm. that doesn't help in it, because and he don't help himself a little bit as well. Because Donny said I'm not t- going to talk about the Oscars. I saw him on interviews for like thirty days and thirty nights straight talking about the Oscars <laughs> apology tour. So it's Damn. it's hard in it. So I think Kevin Hart for me is just one of those people that I just like. Like, well, we love I don't Kevin, have, bro. Yeah, no, but yeah. you know the ones there where it's just like, ah, well, it's you, bro. And also the pizza, you know I mean? the, the <laughs> pizza's so crazy, and now he's fine, isn't it? I watch his movies, bro. He's good yeah. in the film. I watch them. Good, like the one that I just referenced yeah. earlier mm. on Netflix. I mm. enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it's a good film, isn't it? Yeah, it's a yeah. good film. The one I always reference the other one he did with the where he's the carer for the paraplegic guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's a good. That's a good film. Yeah, is it Brian yeah. Cranston's in it? That's a good film. Yeah. So he, and he, and he's also doing more serious roles as well, and he's right. doing well in them. Obviously, Jumanji, all that stuff. Your ride alongs, are we there? Yes, and that. Bro, I went to watch Jumanji in the cinema, and I enjoyed it. And apparently, they're bringing back Real Husbands of Hollywood. That for me is hilarious content. Mitch. It needs to be like a feature <laughs> film, mm. or, or like, or, or yeah, or like um, Amazon pick it up or Netflix. That'd be dope. Mm. I'm mad at that. B, like BET, I don't, I don't have that much faith in them. It gets lost over there a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Do you um just to close the Dave conversation? Yeah. I know he said this is his, his last one for a while. Do you feel this like bit of a money move where he's just trying to re up with Netflix, or it is truly his last one? He's trying to go to like maybe another provider. Um, things you never I, you never really know with Dave on the on the business side because I don't think he's got necessarily the lo- a long history of business deals yeah he is a pure stand-up like i said he's he's on tour now starting today in, in london yeah and it's like why you just dropped a special you could just chill out if you wanted to he yeah. doesn't he, he this is what he does this is how he lives his life i think he's more so of a jackpot type of don mm. so like mean? all his deals are huge more so than like and also is he not going to get the result is he he's sorted out the stuff with the Chappelle show so now he's going to start getting paid properly so maybe he doesn't need to go and do this is it He's not going to be out here doing appearances. You never see him on talk shows. You don't see him anywhere other yeah, than really the stage. He's, he's always going on podcasts now as well. So that's how you know the bread is the bread is clean because when you that's know that clean. when <laughs> you know that you don't have to do press <laughs> and like your show still become one of the most viewed or you know sold out shows, mm-hmm. bro. Like I'm gonna just be on stage and then live like carry on. Mm. Like there's a lot of comedians or any entertainer that would love to live that way. Facts, facts. Don't have to do the extra shit. I'm just showing up to do my job. I just get to be me. Getting the bread and I'm out. Yeah, no, I love it, man. Yeah, you're saying about freedom. That definitely feels like a free man, innit? Yeah. yeah. Big time, big time. It's admirable. Would you give? Would you be prepared to give any scores out of ten for the special? Um. I kind of thing is that I mean it's not something I do I like you I said earlier it's like it's art yeah and that's how, how I look at specials do you okay. know what I mean I try not to do the whole that was better than this one like, I choose my favourite yeah but like the reviewing of comedy it irks me bruv because when, some brother who don't do nothing do you know what I mean you, like man's writing this thing and he's like yeah three out of five stars it's like who the fuck are you bruv yeah, you know but I mean? like, anything that's out there no, has to be and rated like, and reviewed. No, I hear that. But do you, like, do you respect your opinion less if the person is like, like I we critique stuff on this? So like, 
I'm never done stand up in it. Mm. You know, we we, we 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 be funny sometimes on here, yeah, but yeah. I could I could never go in that. Like, yeah, I would, yeah, I, I would yeah. never do that to myself in it because I'm bombing in two minutes. Like, do you just think okay, cool? They haven't done it, so maybe I don't respect no, their opinion not, as much. Or it's it's one of the things where it's like for me, I'm saying I look at these reviews and I'm like, bro, like, find these reviews, bro. Did you enjoy it or not? Comedy, like the comedy is made to even make you think or to make you laugh. But these pe- like some of the reviews and the way these men approach the reviews. It's so much venom. I'm like, bro, this guy's not a world leader, you know? What does it sound like you don't like, man, or something? Or... Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of stuff that, is personal. That. Like, I've even my own, and obviously my own bias is coming into it as well, because I've seen reviews where, man, they just don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. The reviewer. The or they don't, get the, they don't get the references. Yeah. Oh, do you remember what, oh, what was, I think it might have been after Culture Clash and there was an article come out that was talking about the whole Wheeler. stopping and rewinding you the song. You see what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they don't understand <laughs> the culture. Yeah, that journalist got cooked. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Because if they understood the culture, they would know that they wasn't that wasn't like a Thank glitch you. in the audio on production. That is intentional because you're feeling the music. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Yeah, so I hate yeah, there is credence what you're saying still. Yeah. Because if you don't get the cultural references, then how can you really like enjoy and critique this thing? That's right. And also, if you hate man, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This review is is, is leading. Always listening. I I'm like I used to always be like, Oh yeah, you've got to be objective. Everyone's got their biases. I've got my biases. It can be as simple as when I'm critiquing music, I like bars and cruddy music. That's mm. my bias. Mm. We all have biases. Yeah. We just got to be honest about them yeah. when you're having some of these conversations. So at least people know where you're coming from. You know, it, it kind of maybe takes away your power a little bit because people go, okay, cool, that's why my man's saying that. But bro, everyone's got biases. Yeah, it's like, for example, Dave Chappelle got three out of five in one of his specials, but on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I heard that, yeah, yeah. So wow. when the people talk, I like the people to The talking. streets. Yeah, get on Twitter and everybody, you can see what the vibe is you know such a hashtag or whatnot yeah when, when you get one dollar writes a review and it's like yeah i didn't like it bro how are you more important <laughs> than these people i hear that <laughs> yeah no, it's funny with the dave thing i was even reading an article coming here um and the family giving dave full support for like full support saying um he was an ally that's how we look at him mm. definitely a friend of daphne and stuff so yeah it's just, it's, bro, it's, it's there's no more validation than that Bro, I don't want to do it now, or not. But like I've got all the screenshots. Like I was reading one article, I think on Daily Beast and that, and the the thing the sister was just were just going in, just saying like this is who Dave was to her. He's an ally. It wasn't this, and also like homegirl liked dark humor and that. Cause also you, uh, like you can't take away. Some people enjoy certain things. Yeah, you know, and they might be actually the silent majority. Well, which is what I was because, saying because to you the, earlier. Like, don't apologize for what minority. makes you laugh. You can't apologise in, in the, the reality is the streets. If you go and check the numbers, people are thoroughly enjoying this. Mm. So what's really? Where's the outrage really? Yeah, that's what I was saying to you, bro. Like, go on, sorry. you can't apologise with what makes you laugh. Like, yeah. laughter is one of the most natural things. Mm. Yeah. Like, it if you don't find thing? anything funny, your body w- won't react. Mm. <laughs> no, you know what I'm reason. saying? Like, your body won't react. It's, it's how it communicates. Uh, Dave's on the, the irony. With <laughs> 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 <The> leather pants. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, um, but yeah, laughter is just one of those natural reactions where, yeah. if how it's interpreted by your brain, mm. you'll react to it by laughing. Straight, it's involuntary. <laughs> like, you know, so there's certain aspects of it, like where people are gonna enjoy it, enjoy it thoroughly. Mm. There's gonna be people that enjoy moments of it, yeah. and there's gonna be people that won't enjoy it at all. And I think all of it is okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's literally that simple, man. It's, it's that simple. So it doesn't have to generate a- outrage from you not enjoying it. Yeah. Just turn it off, bro. I only ask that question about the out of 10 just because that's we be generally have, have those comments. Sometimes that band will be like, 
I ain't got a school for you today, or oh, fair it's, it's too mm. soon. Sometimes yeah, it's that yeah, simple, yeah. isn't it? So we just something we, you know, it's, you, we need, you, we rightly or wrongly kind of need somewhere to gauge stuff and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the mood or that's the feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you get those scores. Like a three out of five is brazen. We said if, if the streets are saying it's this and there's a 100% wrong tomorrow, who are you listening to, innit? So mm-hmm. it's what you kind of give credence to. It's like that time when Wale had the issue of might have been complex. Yeah. I mean, Jay-Z was saying to him like, if you don't respond, you respond as giving him power. Yeah. He hasn't learned. Yeah. Nah. But some people can't leave it alone, innit? Because it's, it's, also if it's your thing, you get passionate it's about it, innit? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if I'm cooking this podcast and that, I've only got a certain amount of restraint. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got a certain amount of restraint. Vans <laughs> are super laid back. I've only got a certain amount of restraint. So yeah. I'm going to say something eventually. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, my days, bro. But um, on to like some UK entertainment news. We've got the um UK Entertainment Awards. Yeah. Um, They've released their and nominations obviously the, the category always jumps out to me is podcasting shout out to all involved man shout yeah, out to all the nominees so DMD podcast the Chop Shop podcast shout yeah. out to them I just see they dropped a recent episode of SB2 times mm-hmm. who we really fuck with um, Black Girls Living love them shout out to Vic and Jazz yep. the homies 90s baby show yep. shout out to Pod the boys Bros. over there yeah man it's, it's good to see man shout like, out DMD as well yeah shout out to DMD I'm big happy they're smokes. still going big up smokes um, I was looking like I'm like okay we're moving in the right direction and stuff. Mm. Do you ever? F- I, I think I've had this conversation. You probably. So I hope I'm not boring you. But do you ever feel away when we don't, when you don't see our names there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I looked at that. I was like, "Wow, we were overlooked." Okay. You know, but it's okay to feel like that. Congratulations yeah. to all the nominees. Yeah. Because they're deserving of that as well. Absolutely. It's just that, you know, again, Mr. Mark, we don't necessarily do this for that, but it's yeah. always nice to be acknowledged when these things come around come around because yeah. you know like I feel like we are we have presence in, in this community mm-hmm. so yeah. it will be nice to to be acknowledged mm. so again man like you can you can always feel a way like and it's not taken away from anyone's triumph that's why I'm not out in public trying to do all that mm. because I do believe that and and like you're gonna you're human so you're gonna have opinions um, yeah, it's that. I think the, what you what you're lean, what you're saying is key though, because like man, like that pretends like man don't really care. Man care, bro. Is that wrong? Yeah, yeah, that? absolutely. Yeah. So you're human. You're gonna have opinions, and you'll look at, um, and especially in, in the same game that you're in, you're trying to look at all the components as to why you believe the 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 award governing body to have put them place them as nominees like yeah. you you want to yeah. see like what they looked at yeah what's their criteria yeah well, how did they there? make the criteria yeah. and, and and how it compares to us you're going to do that but then sometimes when i look at like especially like with the guys that have been nominated i'm yeah. like right these are putting in work consistently i listen yeah. to all of these yeah and they're great they're on my rotation so why shouldn't they be on there yeah you know so it's, it's funny because like when you don't get nominated yeah i'm like yeah they're not even the they're not even the the tastemakers in this space. If man got nominated on one, I'll be treating like this like it's a fucking Oscar, yeah, or a Grammy or something. I'm running around <laughs> like oh, my mom made it in that. So you know, it's just, it's just how we are as human beings, isn't it? Yeah, no, for real. Yeah, but man. Competition but is good though. The competitive energy is good though. To, competition to is good. Still. Competition is good, man. And like um, I like what how how the scene is. Yeah, you know, I do believe that we do need to get to a, a, a bigger space where like a lot of investment is placed into us and yeah. you know eyes are going to the right place
place, not the right face. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Okay. Because yeah. um, when I say the right face, it's like people are already there, but they may not necessarily be the most well equipped uh, equipped to do a certain thing. But then there's another podcast or content creator that's presenter or. Do you know what I'm saying? The chat was like, having you know, with, the, with the girls last week too, too, is about yeah. what's happening in creative community in a minute now. It feels it like... It needs to be a, l- a lot more broad well, in their selection. But yeah. then you've seen a lot of the same faces on the same stuff. So this show, that panel talk, that pod, or this, they're getting that opportunity. This person's being used for skits on albums and stuff. So it's like, okay, cool. There's more people out there, innit? Mm. You know, and that just kind of comes in the space. And I'm not mad at anybody if they win. If you're, if I'm winning, stay winning, bro. Yeah, yeah and companies yeah. like really need to pay attention in, in what's going on. Like... With the commentary that Black Girls Living um, did during Love Island. Dope. Dope. They should be getting a bag somewhere from these companies, like, because they've got people listening to that really engaging. Like, their engagement is proper. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's and it's, and it's offering a, a, a different perspective, but it's one that should be heard. Yeah. You know, like, um, there's, 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 like, Netflix. They could offer past the meerkat a deal because of what they're doing independently. Yeah, mm. there's a space for that. And it's they, amazing they content because they did the animation too. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, give them a budget and they'll be able to give you more of what they've done on their own. Yeah, no, that's real. It's like what we're trying to do in the sports space, like with boxing, like just punditry and just yeah, exactly. Whole new Chris, spin on things. Yeah. yeah so you. it's like when we're there chatting boxing and just being flagrant as we do on our pod. That's changed. That's like it's moving and shifting the needle almost, like with what punditry looks like. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I, like Savage Dan as well. I see him operating in that space as well. Chucky with like interviewing fighters. Like this stuff is all dope. It all adds. Like everyone's moving forward. Yeah, but like change, like trying to implement change is slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's Mm. bit contributes. I'm just looking at the possibilities of like what can really happen. Like even with us. You know, like we've dedicated a lot of time yeah. in how we speak about music, and a lot of people recognize that. Yeah. Beats, take a bet. That's Do you know what I'm saying? That's like, real. take a bet, man, because like we've got that space. Like, and a lot of Everyone's people got can their co-sign. USB. Everyone's got their USB. That's, that's real. That's definitely one of ours, isn't it? So, and this is why, like, I scream about engagement from our followers as well, because that's what makes these people look at us as well. Like if you enjoy our content, like we want to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, we want yeah, you yeah. to get involved in a conversation, hence the hashtag. Mm. And all of us are doing it. Yeah. You know, but it's just all these different components that we can actually put together to yeah. maximize our abilities. It's powerful. That's real. Yeah. Well, so you want that natural love and that, but I think sometimes you need to remind people like this thing is important to me. Help me like make a concerted effort to, if you're, if, if it's a big, if, if you really fuck with this thing, just amplify it. It's like when you fuck with an artist and that. I don't have to wait for someone to tweet about them. I'll tweet about them. Mm-hmm. I'll share their music on my story. I Absolutely. Will, will play because I'm investing here. like, it's it's doing something to me. I'm investing a lot of time. Like, it's part of my rotation as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm making that con- conscious decision to, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fake subscriber. When it pops up on my, not- on my notifications, <laughs> I'm going to eventually yeah, get to it. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 You know, so I like, you know, with the with our episode last week, with um two twos podcast it took a while for us to put it out and oh yeah had people tweeting us like yo where is it yeah. mm. i appreciate shit like that yeah, yeah no, it's because it's like it's part of your thing and you're waiting for it and we haven't delivered it but you know like technicals 
sometimes play a part in logistics and stuff, but mm. they just want the content and mm. they're being vocal about it. Yeah. That's the shit that I appreciate as well. No, it's, it's special, man. It's like through the lockdown when boxing stopped. Yeah. We podded right the way through. We like from home and Zoom and tried to get creative with the Zoom graphic outlays and all that kind of stuff. So it's like our audience, what I did for our community, that like the, the loyalty that that built, because it's like, we were making up scenarios to discuss. Yeah. Fantasy. There weren't no fights on it, yeah. so you had to be creative and stuff. So now we're talking boxing culture. We're just doing whatever just to keep it going. Bro, when COVID Bro. first hit, like, <laughs> me and Foles were talking about COVID for eight episodes straight <laughs> and so nothing and else. And we'll find a new way of to, to, to talk uh, about it. Do you know it, what I mean? It. Like, we're spinning shit, like, and then the vaccine came and it added yeah, a little bit more to our content. And that. Straight. But well, no, shout out to you, Lolo. The fans appreciate this. No, they yeah. do, bro. Your content through lockdown is definitely undefeated podcast, reminding people yourself and KG the comedian. Yeah. I think a dope duo definitely held it down out here. And like what you're saying in regards to yeah, yeah. like a different approach, it takes time and that. We do need that because everybody doesn't speak a certain way. There's nothing wrong with right. the, maybe the Queen's English or just like that mainstream type of maybe st- what I coin as like stiff mm. presenting. The mandem over here, we can be eloquent, but we can be funny, we can be personable. There's cultural references and like people buy into people. We're real people at the end of the day, innit? That's right. And I think that's why your thing is cutting through, innit? Yeah. I think a big moment for you lot was obviously having Lennox Lewis on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And I think more of those things that happen, obviously I love them to be organic and natural, but if it's a concerted effort from people that have crossed over mm. to reach back and go, you know what? That's right. They remind me of my little brothers, them, yeah. or my cousins, yeah. or myself. Yeah. Let me go over there because I can go. You, you've spoken to Sky a thousand times, bro. They're not going to ask you anything different, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come and sit here and have a real conversation. Yeah. And also test that man's energy because they be talking spicy. Bro, so is tra- are Travis and KG going to say it to the, ma- the man name's face live? Oh, it's important. And when Lennox did that, like that that big brother thing, we yeah. felt that. Yeah. When he invited us out to Vegas, he patterned us, bro. I we had that. the mad exclusive like passes in the MGM. Bro, we were standing right by Wilder Change Room waiting for crazy. him to come out to go fight Luis Ortiz. Wow. Like, that's the access, bro. I saw yeah. Floyd poke his head round to go into the thing and then everyone just went nuts. Then he went back the other way. Mm. Mike Tyson in person, bro, it's like looking at a supernatural person. Is it as scary in person as you think? He walked to the ring, yeah, and there was a fight going on. Leo Santa Cruz, like a re- respected fight, bro. Everybody was watching Tyson. Just walking, yeah, but it was like it's like if someone said, to "Bro, me, that's why when I when I told you <laughs> we saw Donny, he's like jog on niggas." <laughs> oh yeah, you told him lots about. <laughs> he like he stayed in the same complex as us in LA, like, yeah. but he wanted his his time. Yeah. He wanted his time. He was there, because um, he had a role that he was playing at in okay. in a film or a series or something. Yeah. So all he did was sit on his balcony and go gym, bro. It's like it's like if someone said to you, "That's a supernatural being," you'd believe it, because the energy. But it's also the look on his face. It's like you know when you can see someone's spirit. Yeah, it's intimidating, bro. Yeah, I see it through the screen, bro. He yeah. was up there, and we were like, "All right, cool." Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. not he see what he did it. to little Boosie in the interview? I've never seen Boosie cow like that ever in my life, bro. Mm. <laughs> so who the fuck are you, nigga? <laughs> Yeah, my text energy is different, bro. Yeah. But that's also dope that, like, even in person, yeah. it carries. You know, some say, don't be your heroes. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Leave my man alone. But just look he's, from afar, man. He's managed to navigate his way in this way, even when he's toned down. The energy still remains, that yeah. aura. Tyson became, we associated with brutality. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's just, now he's just so. Bro, every nigga in the end started calling their dogs Tyson. Yeah. 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 Almost Tyson like Fury, soft and somber, and somber and that, yeah. But it's still there a little bit. Obviously, the weed helps in it because 
That mm. makes him quite relaxed. But I feel like it's there. And I'll, I'll be, not that I'm looking for it here, but it'll be funny or interesting to see what or who brings out of him if it ever comes out again. What, him wanting to fight? No, just that like, that rage. That, that so he has against Roy Jones, bro. <laughs> no, no, he's not one there for Roy Jones. The, the Roy, no, that one there for Roy bro, Jones. Bro, he wanted to sw- like nah, some nah, of the nah. punches that he bro, threw. If he, like, if he, he wanted to really him. go there, they were pulling, they were pulling it, the punches still. Yeah, they were, yeah, they won. They weren't going for it, but trust me, they that won. was an exhibition still. Taking them man got the bag, and I'm happy for them. I don't, I don't want them as old men to try and kill each other. But he won't. Roy Jones felt those bangs though. You just fucking Mike Tyson, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> he told you not to fall back from the, the ninth floor balcony while she's on the ground floor and you lot fell back. <laughs> you were saying um, about me watching the, the podcast and stuff. Tyson's. Oh, Tyson's pod. Yeah. And you see when he talks about his rage, like the yeah. ego waking up. Like, bro, he literally sounds like a character in a show. It's like he hates his old self almost. He does. He's And he's constantly at war. Bro, look at the stuff that he was saying, bro. Yeah. As a big man, you look back and you're thinking, wow, I said that. Mm. And Talk about eating people's kids and that. Praise be to Allah bro. to sign off. That's the man. Is that something to be proud of? It's not about it's not about something to be proud of. You know what it is? I don't I don't look at fighters for my moral with with more expectations in it, I'm with you, bro. Like you get punched in the head for a living, bro. I don't I don't hold you too much. They, <laughs> they fight for a li- for for their yeah. wage packet, fam. And I did say like um, last week or two weeks ago that like you know I don't want to hear boxer speak unless it's trash talk. There's only because yeah, you're not really man. on like AJ's takes on, on certain things. Oh, so. the yeah, relaxing, man. Like, yeah, the relaxing like, or like the the political thing at times. Just like bro, just fight in it. Yeah, which yeah, which yeah. I get in it. What, what, what do they say on Twitter? You ain't got the range. Yeah, <laughs> but the only, the only thing with that sometimes is. It's dangerous because it leans into that whole what they were doing to LeBron with the whole shut up and dribble thing. Yeah, that's because because some man obviously they're so big they're LeBron's almost bigger. Corny, they're, they're almost bigger LeBron's than their sport. Yeah, a little bit sometimes. Nah, don't do that, bro. <laughs> Especially LeBron. with his music thing. LeBron has a whole school fan. Yeah, nah, he's he's doing his thing. He's he's a boss, yeah. But but, when, but <laughs> you know when it comes to the music thing. No, when, he, when he's doing um, LeBron, A&R, A&R, A&R LeBron, and, and you don't Corny. know the words. He's on front camera, you don't know Corny. the words. <laughs> and I'm like, every, every album's a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where I'm like, relax. Yeah. I'll leave him alone, man. But yeah. I, respe- I respect him. Yeah. You know, I went, to, I went to see Space Jam. Oh, relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, yeah, when like they start trying to silence our stars and stuff, like everyone's not going to be Muhammad Ali, in it? Because yeah. some man give up certain things like, unless you're going to do it like that, leave it alone. But people have influence. I'm not mad if man generally feel passionate about certain things and like, they want to use their fame, mm. their leverage to impact change. Go for it, bro. Um, how Mike Tyson's done it mm. is great. Like, mm. I would, I, I've definitely watched um, his pod. Yeah. You, do you know what I'm saying? Like, but um, he's, he's a retired fighter in it. So, yeah. you know, I was it's, not, it's, it's, it's not a little bit too, different. You have to listen to someone like Tyson talk because it's like, you got- The mental battle's crazy, bro. Yeah, but you also got to know what it's like to be Mike Tyson. Like, in his prime, when you're the guy, your ego was different. So that's why when I say, like, these guys beat people up for their living. You can't... How do you walk in society, at, like, amongst normal people when you The mere mortals. The best one. How dare you dare me? Can you dare me? <laughs> Bro, the getting, into, getting into a ring, like, for a living is... No, but think about this, though. Mad. You know? Think about walking down the street knowing that there is not one man you'll see today that could step, that could step to you. I hear that. And then think about no, being a law abiding citizen. That may think that. that, you know. And they get fists Because men are going to men in it. Like, Vans, you get fisted up outside the There's one guy store. that's going to think, <laughs> What's like, my man bro, I can with take the big him. eye that got fisted up outside the Dapper Dan store? They had a fight in the street. Was it, uh, is it Mitch Green? 
I can't remember Donnie's name, but him and Tyson had a fight. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Mitch, I think it's Mitch Green. Yeah. The Jericho brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, if you, see, if you see his eye, yeah. Different. punched up. Yeah. Yeah, leave Mike Tyson alone, bro. Yeah, there's certain Dons that you just, you just know. Yeah. Well, Travis, right, the mental battle. I think his, when we're talking about like the home athlete, people of interest speaking out on certain things, he's a little bit different. It's not like to be super critical on him. It's more of a, for his benefit thing. His comeback story, coming back from the whole sexual abuse allegations, just being that kind of pariah in the media a little bit, mm. losing all your money. It's a comeback story, isn't it? His is one different, whereas other people I'm looking at my like, when you start having your takes like a LeBron mm. in regards to obviously black issues. They were even on him recently about him um, saying the he took vaccine. the vaccine. Yeah. Because he didn't, he didn't say take the vaccine. He just said, for me, I took the vaccine. Because before he was skeptical and said he's going to do his research, he's taken it. He's made decisions for his family. He's like, everybody do what's best for them. Mm. Somehow, somewhere, they still try to find a sound bite, sound bite, sorry, and have not something negative to say about him. Mm. That's also like maybe, maybe Travis ain't maybe saying that aloud, but I think that's sometimes why some of us close rank and like you might not hear man be too harsh on like a Kevin Hart. Yeah. Or you hear man being too harsh on a Chappelle because like being a black entertainer, a black person in media, that comes a lot. It does carry its own, carry its own pressure still. And especially when you're standing closer to us than to the mainstream, they're going to be on to you, bro. They're waiting for that slip up. Wow. You know, a lot, come, a lot that comes with it. But um, before we do go, are there any new music you're feeling? New music I'm feeling? Um, do you know what? It's not even new music. Like, or well, music I'm, in general. Yeah. yeah. I've been listening to Black. Okay. Six Lack, like, yeah. a lot recently. He's like... I fuck with Six Lack. Yeah, bro. Like for me, I've just discovered his stuff like recently. Like, okay. I, yeah, I said it openly, but like those two, these two albums, I'm like, yo. Sometimes I get jealous of that. You're fine, yeah. You're fine. You're, you're yeah. doing it that without like, the noise, isn't it? Like yeah. someone that's caught onto someone late or that I've already heard and I've enjoyed. That's my bridge mm. now. Bridge just start just start listening to Blast. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Literally today he's mentioning like, brother, have you heard this person? I was like, yeah. That bro's cold, bro. <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't rain this parade. I was like, yeah, it's cold, man. Like, mm. You look like you yeah, enjoy, you enjoy it. it. Yeah, listen to go on. Sorry. So yeah, no, it's just nonchalant. Is one of the tunes that's just got cold. me on repeat, bro. That's my shit. No, um, black's cold, man. Just the the the, the name thing. Who's gonna get me, bro? Yeah, I'm like six lakh or black. Like, what is this guy? Six lakh. Yeah. <laughs> and they look at us weird for not like. It's be be a, be a reason it how it's written, bro. Fam, like six and a lack. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Mm. Um, obviously, I played Young T and Bugsy at the start. Big, big business, big business. Uh, their latest single, Cold Visuals, Cold Smooth. They're doing their thing. Um, I feel like a project is coming. Absolutely, yeah. Wasn't um, too much of a fan of the the single with Nath Smalls. Okay, but. Cool. They redeem themselves with this one still. Uh, Sounds of My World. Jules has got an album out. Oh, yes. Cold. Yeah. Cold, not cold. I've I think, been I think you like that. it. If you've got time, spin that in the, spin that in the car. That um, If you like, did you like um, Made in Lagos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like some of the stuff on there, I think you like Jules's, um, Jules' album. Okay. Jules arguably has the best song on Made in Lagos. Yeah, yeah arguably, arguably. It's um, arguable. The, the song on there called Intentionally with Jules, Fireboy and DML. Oh, Fireboy, DML, sorry. Alright, cool. right, bro, yeah, no, nah, cold. And it's, it's like a mix of songs. You've got like a little bit of Zook on there. Um, obviously, you've got like the 
kind of like Afro house, right? you know, like kind of chilled vibe, mm. like just kind of two step two and vibe two. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 He's he's drawing inspiration from like a lot of different sounds and places in Africa. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So that's why you've got like an an array of artists on this on this album. Some Kojo sounds ends. really good as, on there as well. Kojo Fun's on yeah, mood. Yeah, yeah. Sounds amazing on there as well. Bro, like Kojo, like I said, I like Kojo Fun's music. I think he makes good music, and it complements this sound well. Yeah, you know, Summer in the Ends, Jazz Caris, amazing. Oh, she sounds amazing on there as well. Um, the Makosa rhythm with Highly Cold. Yeah, man. There's there's a lot. There's a lot. A two is good on there on Say so You Love Me. Like I just think, yeah, I don't, like. Yeah, that's people, a big tune. People go and listen to it, talk to bottom. I think you really enjoy it, and like, yeah, it's yeah, a vibe, man. It's a vibe. Jules definitely doing his thing. So, congrats to him and everyone else that's on that. Um, that's what I've really listened to. Um, obviously, we had our we had an extra pod last week. Shouts out to all our RNA community that tuned into that podcast, the bonus episode where we broke down obviously Meek Mill's album, Pot of Paper, Heady One. Spoke a little bit about the Jesse Nelson thing, even though that's kind of like <laughs> spilled over a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you lot saw. Um, she went on live with. With yeah. Nikki, Can't and it just it just made it worse. I've got no interest in that. No. Yeah. Chrissy, any interest? Trash. But okay. really randomly, has anyone heard um, the Rocks verse? Oh, the Rocks rapping. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. He's got something he is. with. Is it? Um, Tech Nine. Sorry. Really? So you can you can you can you can imagine the kind of style he's going for. He's too hench to rap. Even in the video, he looked, bro. He looks, he looks so wham. You're too hench, bro. Oh wait, no, you forgot that this brother had a whole rap career back in the day, fam. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> That was cold. That was calm at the yeah, time. The Wycliffe thing, yeah, 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 man. Like, but this, this ain't it, man. But who's gonna tell him? Exactly. It's too hench. Tell like him. I said, it's too hench to rap. Nah, be bad, bro. Tell him. Yeah, I hear critique of rappers. Man. <laughs> he says friendly. Yeah. Uh, Maui. <laughs> yeah, don't get the movies fucked He's up. Rock bottom user. <laughs> 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 bro, like, yeah, I'll let him. Is that, is I that won't have a choice. But man, I'll let no, him, bro. Man's nah, cool. trying to take power, bro. You ain't got a choice in this, bro. Man said I'll let him <laughs> fight back. I can only I can only get rock bottom by the rock himself. Fair. Um Summer Walker announced her second album, still over it. She's got a closing prayer with Ciara. Yeah. I saw the track list today. She's got yeah, closing prayer with Ciara. That's gonna be hilarious. Do you know about the whole Ciara prayer twenty five? No. Oh, so um Ciara's obviously like She's gone through all that, the bad boys, being with like 50 Cent, oh. Future. So she came to the timeline, I think, and basically- the Husband prayer. Like, just something about like, oh, um, walking in the spirit of a wife or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time she got cooked. Yeah. But then all the hoes- They started realizing. Later, <laughs> like, maybe we should have listened to Ciara's <laughs> prayer. Now, Three babies later, they realized, wait. <laughs> happy, stable relationship. Enjoying. Unproblematic Don as well. And he's signing all these New York deals. Brother, all he does <laughs> yeah. is play football and get her pregnant. That's all he does, bro. Yeah. Amazing life, bro. Yeah. What more do you want? On a hundred million contract. Why not? Bro, I remember when there was so much flames about like people calling him corny. Oh, that that's this still there. But women chat shit though, bro. It's still there. I still, still see there. it. What are all these characters it. doing for you? Where's it got you? <laughs> Despair. You listen when you are there. <laughs> saying. Despair. Despair. Um yeah, she's got a single dropping with JT. Yeah. Uh, that's coming out. Interestingly enough, um, she did say that Scissor is gonna appear on the album. Okay. And Scissors, Scissors dropping that album on the same day. Okay, so we can get into the real alt. sad nigga hours this this winter. Her album's alt. Because we've got Scissor, Summer Walker, Adele's dropping an album as well soon. Yep. Okay. It's that time, bro. Okay, cool. 
It's that house. time. Long drives. Yeah. yeah. Don Tolliver's got a project out, Life of a Don. I'm enjoying that one as well. I listened to that, yeah, so I need to listen to that properly. Yeah, it's a, it's a vibe store. I'm enjoying it. But yeah, man, that's um, the music that I've caught yeah. up on this week. I was going to touch news. on what we're watching. Um, I've got a recommendation. I'm not, I've, only, I've just started watching it. Um, Bad Sport on Netflix. Oh, okay, I've seen the trailer for that. Um, so yeah. the first episode I watched was um, the one about the point shaving mm. with some guy called Headache Smith. Amazing name. Right. Um, and the whole like college basketball and gambling um, trying to fix games and that. Really good episode. I didn't watch the rest of the other episode they got in it, but that, that's my recommendation for anybody that wants anything to, to watch content-wise. Oh. I've seen some trailer for Schumacher documentary as well on Netflix, Dope. which looks really good. So I'm going to try and watch that this weekend and then we can dive into that next week. Yeah, man. I'm still on the BMF thing. Watched the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's cooking it's up. It's up still. You start watching that yet? Nah, not yet. Not oh, yet. You need to watch it's, that. it's on Prime still. Um, okay. So, yeah. But I think it's because you've... Yeah, by the time you probably start watching it, you probably have at least three or four episodes, so you can like binge quickly. Okay. And yeah, yeah, no, I, I recommend. I think it's. I think they're they're doing really well on it. So. Did you hear um, the British soap industry are trying to do oh, a collab. MCU universe? Bro, what? <laughs> EastEnders, Coronation, Coronation Street, Street Emmerdale, um, Casualty, and. Something else are gonna do a crossover episode and Hollyoaks. That'd be good for my and Richard Blackwood because he's done two of them already, isn't it? That's yeah. cold. Yeah. As long as Richard gets paid four times, I'm, I'm the down. first time yeah, that they've yeah. done it. <laughs> the first time that they've done it, they're gonna have a crossover episode in on, in one episode. That's hilarious. I ain't watched soaps properly in ages. Remember I how guests you get when you're little. You can see Phil Mitchell buck the dingles, bro. <laughs> up in the farm and that. Have a drink off. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how guests you'd get when you see like the Flintstones and they'd be like another like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, oh bruv. yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work, but it's gonna be weird. I ain't watched soap in years. I used to I used to go Same. home and like actively want to watch this stuff. Now but every Christmas though, if you just start watching, you get yeah. up to speed mad quick. No, no yeah, like, do you know what? Like, I watch this standards like one Christmas. I know everything. Nah, there was a there was a point in my life where I was watching it religiously no yeah i'm saying yeah like even as an as an adult it's just like the past five six years i've just, just completely fallen off netflix bro yeah i was about to say that yeah yeah streaming streaming's got us by the neck innit? it so and they're, they're fighting the walls now because everyone's putting stuff on like old stuff from my wife and kids to your one-on-ones and that so i was shocked that phil had a baby with denise <laughs> black denise <laughs> yeah that's a crazy story yeah, i didn't know that Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I said we're losing recipes, <laughs> bruh, bruh. But yeah, um, that's the only. Uh, there's a new reality show coming up. Um, oh, I forgot what it was called, but it's based in like Peckham. It's like oh, a made about, in Chelsea, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but in Peckham. They've got the okay. Queen Mojo girl from Instagram on there. We did the podcast with that one time with um, Rejoice. Yeah, um, and it like the shows in my like Peckham marketplace and Frontline all that stuff. So. I'll check it out, man. We'll see, man. You know, see if they de- depict Peckham well. We'll see, man. I know there's a joke in there somewhere. I know, I know, yeah, I know, bro. Just really, say how you I'm, feel, I'm, man. Just, say how joke. we feel. We can end this podcast well, there's man. No, there's no joke. I just, you know, want to see how you react to how, how I react. They, yeah, they I'm not depict the your ends. correspondent, you know. Man. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's that's your, you know. I grew up, bro. The, the 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 agenda on me is crazy. I grew up in Dulwich. Don't do that to me, bro. Don't do that. Don't do <laughs> North that. North Dulwich, yeah. Stone throw away Dulwich. in your own pecs. I wasn't them man. I was claiming that yeah, man, I'm, I was proud to be where I'm from. Certain <laughs> so I was claiming Peckham. These times you live on Duckenham Hill, bro. Like allow it, bro. Right opposite the Sainsbury's. Everyone knows where you're at, bro. You know, so, I hear that. Yeah, be proud where you're from, innit? 
Yeah. You know, but I want to say thanks to Travis for coming on. Yeah. Ah, no appreciate worries, the time and energy in that. So, yeah. um, remind the people once again about the one man show, yeah. how to get tickets, date, etc. Yeah, yeah. November 12th, Bloomsbury Theatre. Um, go to the Bloomsbury Theatre website to get your tickets or hit the link in my bio on Instagram if you follow me. Same on Twitter. And yeah, man, get your tickets. Tickets are £15. So, yeah, bruv. Yeah. yeah what's your, what are you there. on social so we can... Uh, Travis J E N T. So that's Travis J A Y E N T on, on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that we put we'll put the um the link in the in the description as well. Yeah. And I've super enjoyed this. Um, we, we can go have a decent time and everyone get back to their wives, you know. <laughs> or certain man go to the strip club, but it's, it is what it is. Flip sick. <laughs> Casually Dave Chappelle, bring the joke full circle. <laughs> you get me? I'm I trying, bro. I hear you. What I more hear do you want from I me? I hear now? you, man. Yeah. Bring back. Get your shit yeah. off. You brought it back. Fair? Yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair. You know, what you like to do, use the hashtag, it's off the cuff pod. Yeah. On absolutely everything. I've been false forever. Mr. Vans. I've been Travis J. Peace. Peace.